From the EKN studio in Fontana, California, this is the Challenge of the Americas on the EKN Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, we are once again trackside here for the second round of the Challenge of the Americas. This year, a much different program as we had spent 10 years running the Rotax power plants here as part of the Challenge. It's Rock Cup time, and again, this 2018 season well underway. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Rob Howden. Pleased to be here at Cal Speed Karting. Just outside of the L.A. area, fantastic racetrack, and again, uh, one that gets uh, a ton of use throughout the season. Expecting some super warm temperatures here. Of course, uh, you know, late February in Southern California, not quite what we expected, going to be more like mid to low 60s uh, throughout the weekend. We are uh, looking at, at blue skies and sunshine, which should make things feel a little bit warmer. Currently, just 55 degrees here, ambient temperature trackside at uh, what is essentially Auto Club Speedway, Fontana, California, just outside of turn number four. 15-turn racetrack here this weekend as we run their Grande course in the counterclockwise direction. Multi-configurational track here at Cal Speed Karting. They run a number of different operations throughout here. You'll see a lot of series come in to uh, be part of the action as well. They have their own uh, sport cart series that, that runs on a regular basis here. They'll do the Machismo event, the 12-hour. They do a lot of great racing here. And, of course, uh, you'll see the uh, LAKC race here, the Tri-C series race here, Challenge of the Americas. Uh, again, just a, a number of different operations that come in here to enjoy themselves uh, at this great racetrack here right in SoCal. Good field of drivers rolling in here to get things underway. Let's uh, jump right into it real quickly here. As, as we are rolling, we have our drivers in the Senior Rock category here this weekend. Ten drivers in Senior Rock here uh, in the class brought to you by VME Cart. And again, as I said, the season got kicked off uh, just about a month ago uh, out at Phoenix, the PKRA facility. Uh, had some great weather there and some fantastic racing as well. And, and again, you know, we can't uh, go through what we talk about here without mentioning, of course, it was, it was essentially an opportunity to press the reset button for the series uh, that had supported the Rotax Max category over 10 strong seasons, sending many, many great drivers to the Rotax International Finals, the Grand Finals, uh, around the world. David Cole out onto the racetrack now to make sure he gets some shots. We'll be, of course, posting to the uh, ecartynews.com Facebook and Twitter pages. We'll get the top 10 results up there for you. So if you're not able to be with us, you'll be able to access quickly uh, the results as they happen here trackside. We'll do that throughout the weekend. So just follow us on Facebook or Twitter, whichever platform you like. We've got an Instagram story going as well if you're an IG person. But just a great opportunity to maybe get a little closer to the event here at Cal Speed. Drivers again getting rolling, as I said. Jim McKinney, definitely one we're going to be watching for here. McKinney, who swept the weekend at his home track in Phoenix, Really didn't elect to, to make the trek here to Cal Speed until late in the going. You know, a guy that's in, in college right now had to try to figure out a way to get some time off. But, you know, what do you say when you've just won two races, you got the point lead, there's only four more races to go with an opportunity to win the championship, and along with it for all the Rock categories, a chance to be able to go race at the Rock Cup International Final. And I can tell you from experience being part of that event uh, on a couple of occasions, just one of the, the great racing events, or karting events that we have in our sport these days. Uh, absolutely packed paddock at South Garda. Uh, number of, you know, just absolutely 
field race groups as well, whether you're running the mini rock, junior, senior, uh, the rock shifter category, the super rock class, it's just packed anywhere between 60, 80 to over 100 drivers. And just making the A main on the, uh, the Saturday finals is huge. But just the event that they put on around the entire race itself is really uh, you know one of those bucket list events. And I think that probably played a little bit into the hands or the, at least the thoughts of Jim McKinney knowing that he can come in here, have a pretty decent weekend, if he's able to do well and score a race win, man, it's this opportunity to be able to secure this championship and, and potentially earn that ticket to go represent the Challenge of the Americas at South Garda. Let's have a look at the grid, and we'll see this throughout the afternoon here. This is the final round of practice here Friday as part of the Challenge of the Americas round. Uh, it's the event number two, rounds three and four. Open hot pit, an extended 20-minute session. They ran the first two sessions at eight minutes. Second sessions, or the third and the fourth sessions were tw uh, 12 minutes long. This final session, 20 minutes long with a hot pit. So the mechanics can get out there, they can make some changes, and immediately go back out and get a feel whether or not those changes were correct. I love this this set this uh, setup here, this pre-qualifying time practice. Andy Saisman, the promoter from uh, the Challenge of the Americas, brought this in a number of years ago, and it's been very, very popular. And again, we'll watch these drivers get going. This broadcast to kick off our ECAN trackside live coverage of the weekend. We're dubbing the happy hour. Obviously, not a happy hour on the racetrack, getting these drivers with that extended period uh, to try to get the, the setup they want, but also just an opportunity to maybe chat with some of the, the members of the, of the uh, industry, the sport as well. We'll go have a look through the times here momentarily, but we do have Andy Saisman standing by. He will be first interview of the day. Jim McKinney, quickest driver out of the box here at this point. Fastest lap time so far, 49.592. Jake Drew, 49.602. Good story behind Jake Drew trying to get uh, the funding together to be able to come out and hear race here this weekend. Great young driver who uh, I think a lot of people are putting their, their eyes on here this uh, year after a, a pretty solid end of the 2017 season. Drew in the number 329, Ricardo. Now P2, backed by just about a hundredth of a second from McKinney. Bailey Murphy. On that deadly chassis, the number 313, P3. He was quick in Phoenix and has come here to see if he can't steal a couple of race wins away. 49.915 for Murphy. Just over three-tenths of a second separating first, second, and third. Colby Dubato on the VME in the number 315, now in the fourth spot. Fifth is Philip Nimkevich, a solid podium finish. The driver out of Colorado in the Cart Republic, Nimkevich. In the 301, now fifth spot. Jensen Alsman runs in sixth. Antonio Daly in seventh. Brody Shukard in eighth. Nathan Martin in ninth. And Judd Fouser rounding out the 10 drivers we have in our senior rock category here. McKinney up, as I said, by just a hundredth of a second over Jake Drew. Watching the time here as it clicks away. Still a while a ways to go. Not even quite to the halfway point. We talk about the fact this 20-minute session, this extra session, giving these guys lots of time on the racetrack. They can head out there. They can knock a bunch of laps off, come in and make an adjustment, head back out and see if it did exactly what they wanted or whether the uh, the results weren't quite as ideal. Come back in, make another change. Really good opportunity to really dial that chassis, and that's why this pre-qualifying time practice has become so important. It's that last opportunity to get the car the way you want it. Now, not only just – you may – 
push hard and see what you can do for qualifying in terms of, of getting the thing to be real quick early. Uh, but also you want to find out what the car is going to do in the longer runs. Remember, these main events uh, here as part of this uh, this series are long. You're not talking about small mains. This is a 25-lap main event. So you have to have that cart come in later on in the race. And this is a good opportunity as you're able to put down more laps if that's what you're trying to do. McKinney still on top. Jake Drew second. Bailey Murphy third. Colby DeBato fourth. And Philip Dimkiewicz rounding out your fast five. Andy, grab the mic. Let's have a, uh, a quick chat. It's obviously, great way to start off the season. And I think for you and I, we chatted on the happy hour when we uh, were in Phoenix. You've had a month to kind of settle things in. I know, obviously, it was fresh when we got to Phoenix. Brand new uh, start to the program. You start ahead of the way you finished the year before. Obviously, the Rotax program was dwindling to a certain extent. It was decreasing with the, mo the momentum it had nationwide. You guys kept hammering down with it, but they were kind of losing some guys, losing a, a team or two here or there. But, man, to be able to launch with 85 guys at, uh, at Phoenix and then come here and have more drivers uh, here this weekend, that's the kind of positive momentum you need. Like you and I talked about, you know, the goal was to start with 75. We end up starting with 85. You know, then you get greedy. Well, why didn't we get 95? Right. But uh, but for sure, I mean, I, we exceeded the goal, and, and obviously, you know, that's due to the participants that showed up that, uh, that like our program or wanted to check it out, wanted to try it. So, you know, we're appreciative for, uh, for their support. Um, and then, obviously, the goal was to increase by, you know, 5 to 10% in each round, maybe try to get to that 100 mile again by the time we get to Sonoma, right? As most series lose momentum over the years, uh, you know, over the year, um, you know, I was hoping that we'd gain a little bit. And obviously we picked up a few entries. I think we crossed over the 90 mark um, for this event. So we're going in the right direction. You know, I think one of the things we always talk about when it comes to the challenge, and I think the fact that you guys were able, we were able to get the guys from K&K &K West, the West Coasters to come from Canada, to come back down. It's not, it, it really doesn't even matter, first and foremost, what engine package you're running. This, this could be a full Briggs series. It could be whatever you want. You go pick something else out of the hat, and that's what it could be, and you'd have guys here because it's the, it's the overall experience that you bring with the people you have, the venues you're at, just the overall atmosphere that you present here this this uh, this series. Yeah, I mean, we, we certainly strive to, to have a very positive atmosphere. We try to be... You know, pretty family-friendly. We try to make sure that we treat everybody fairly and, and to, you know, I wouldn't say no stress because there's plenty of stress in racing, but to not create drama. And there's plenty of drama in the paddock. There's plenty of drama out on the racetrack. We don't need to be involved in it. We don't need to create it. So just want to make sure we have a, a, a cool vibe. You know, people enjoy coming here. I mean, at the end, right, with nine classes, there's going to be nine people that go home happy. But uh, I want the other 81 or whatever, you know, it adds up to just to make sure that they're satisfied that uh, that the money they spent and the time they spent was worth it and they had a good time. Overall, do you uh, stand back and say, man, I I'm really happy with the way things are going? Because it's interesting, you know, you'd have to say that you were part of the growth of the Rotax program here when you first brought it in. You know, you had your, your SoCal Rotax program that you, that you put on and then you bring the challenge in. So you were kind of that guy that was pushing it. You're doing kind of the same thing here with, with the Rock program, at least in Southern California, not so much in NorCal as they have the new program up at Sonoma. But you're really the guy behind it saying, hey, this is what we're going to do. This is what I'm doing. I'm going to be doing this all winter. Let's make sure we do it in the summer as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, like you said, I, I was part of the Rotex program from day one, and now here I am, you know, as far as the West Coast goes, part of the Rock program from day one. I mean, obviously it has some history in, in the East Coast, Florida, as well as in Europe and, and other places around the world. But no, we had never seen – you know, rock in its entirety uh, on the West Coast at all. I mean, we saw, obviously, Mini Rock was a, was a big class um, for many years. 
but there was no junior, senior, masters, shifter, etc. So just to make sure, uh, you know, that we we support the entire program, and um, you know, you're right. I'm we're at the we're at the very beginning, and and, and the, the mountain is, I can see it, and we're climbing. Looks like it's going to be a good weekend here. Let's have a quick look. Colby Dubato has now gone to the top of the charts of 49.894. Let me reset our live timing here. No, it's still Jim McKinney up top. Live timing just reverted on us. So McKinney's still there. From lap number five, interesting, early in the session was the best for McKinney. He's turned 13 laps. They've been working on that car, making some adjustments, but have not found any extra pace. 49.592 for McKinney. 49. 49.602. Colby DeBato, 49.824. Jensen Alspin, 49.827. And then a 49.905 for Philip Nimkiewicz. Three-tenths of a second separating the top five. Now you go back to essentially top six within three-and-a-half-tenths, and you got Antonio Daly about seven-tenths of a second back. What uh, And if you look at the, the field that we have here, who we've been able to bring out, what, what category are you really looking at for a lot of action? I, I know personally... In talking to the guys, the uh, the Masters class looks good. You got some growth in the Masters category for this weekend, and there's just a lot of good guys in that category. Well, you know, obviously, you know, as a as a former Masters yeah. racer, you know that that class has always been near and dear to my heart. I mean, I you know, any series that I'd ever participated in, I was always the Masters sponsor. FTK was, so obviously, yeah, I, I always pay attention to the Masters class. If you go look at at uh, in my pit, um, aside from the one LO two hundred six we have with Jeremy Giles, there's Five Masters guys, right? <laughs> yep. That's that's our group of guys. That's the group we cater to. That's the group we enjoy hanging out with. You know, they're all old enough to buy me beer, so it's yeah, all good. Sure. That's good. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, the fact that we had ten in Phoenix and we have, I believe, seventeen here. I mean, it almost doubled in size. I mean, that's due to a nice big local Masters contingent um, that uh, that's come out to support us. And yeah, there's some uh, there's some guys that it's going to be a battle for sure. Well, you know, you, l you look at the guys who are up top, and it's. You know, one of the things I love about about a program that's been around as long as yours has uh, is you start seeing guys that are here a long time. This is why we love the master's class. It's not like it's a junior category. You might see a kid for two, three, four years, and he's off to do something different, whether he's just n not carting anymore, parents went in a different direction, he, they went and bought a stock car or whatever they went and did. You start getting these guys in the master's category that have been around for seven, eight, nine years or longer who are just, you know, they've been around your entire program like a Paul Bonilla kind of thing where here's a guy that's just the top, one of the top master's drivers in the country and he's not going anywhere. He's here. It's what he does. And all these new guys keep getting quicker and quicker and quicker and all of a sudden you have ten guys that can win a race. Well, yeah, the, I mean, the hard part for Paul, right, is uh, he's not getting any younger like <laughs> any of us, right? So he was in master's at 32 and he's still in master's at 49, yeah. right? And every year there's a group of 32-year-olds that are eligible to race master's. So... Uh, but he's uh, he still does a great job, uh, you know, always at the front end of the field. Um, you know, then you look at a guy like uh, David Pergandy. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I sold David his first go-kart ever in 2002. So he's been with me in one form or another, even after moving to Texas. I mean, here we are almost 16, you know, 16, 16 years, years later. Wow. He's still racing with us, still racing our program, still enjoying doing what we do. And, uh, you know, it's guys like that that, that get me excited and keep me, uh, keep me putting this program together year after year. I like it. Let's have another look, another update here. Let me make sure this is right because the last time it didn't work for me. We got, yeah, there we go. Jake Drew. Now we have a change up top. Jake Drew's gone quicker. Six hundredths of a second faster. About three minutes remaining in this session for VME Kart Senior Rock. Philip Nimkiewicz in the pit lane. He'll roll back out. 
Drew in the number 329. Ricardo just rolls by us here at the top of the hill, which is essentially a turn number 11 and 12. Cover out. We're going counterclockwise in the Grande course, so they come back up the hill at us at, at the uh, the pit uh, lane here. Roll back through the tight turn number 12, the decreasing radius turn 12, and then you roll back down the hill through 13, 14, and 15. Drew looking really good out here in the number 329, a 49.528 quick lap for Jake Drew. Second quick, Jim McKinney, your point leader on the FA, 49.592, just 64 thousandths of a second back. Colby DeBato, another two-tenths back in the number 315, VME. Then it's the spree of Jensen Altman. He's only about three hundredths of a second behind uh, DeBato. And then another couple hundredths back is Philip Nienkiewicz. Then another seven hundredth back is Bailey Murphy. Top two drivers, of course, well out, but just about a tenth between third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. Looks like we have six drivers within about four-tenths of a second. Another just a tenth back, and that's Antonio DeLi. So watching how things develop here in the senior rock category, pre-qualifying time practice, AM or APM racing mini rock and go-kart hero micro rock will be next up. Those drivers will be on the grid. Of course, we'll cut to a quick break here on the ECAN radio network. We do want to welcome all of you who have tuned in to be part of the action. And our, of course, our broadcast partners here this weekend, K1 race gear on board for the weekend with us as is uh, Rock Cup USA. Again, a big thank you to have all the all our partners that we do have uh, with us uh, here this weekend to to put our program together. Briggs and Stratton, one of our, our our partners on the weekend as well. Of course, Briggs doing so much from coast to coast, and the Briggs categories have actually Andy been a, kind of a, a really fun addition to the program. For many years, it was all two cycle, and we just kind of. Number one, offer the local drivers a chance to come out and enjoy your program. Get, you know, get a feel for what the Challenge in Americas is like, the, the atmosphere, just the fun, the fun that we have here on a race weekend. But it also gives everybody a look at a different kind of karting, I think. And I like that because, they, especially at Phoenix, the, the two-stroke the, uh, the two st guys are quick, but the Briggs guys put a show on in Phoenix. That was fun to watch, four or five guys in the, in the lead group. Oh, absolutely. And this, uh, this track does much the same. Uh, you know, I'm out here every month with Tri-C Carters, and they have a great, uh, great LO206 contingent, and for sure, those races are really fun to watch. And like you said, it is it is great to give some of the more local uh, participants a chance to come out and, and try our program. I mean, but we still have some guys. I mean, uh, you know, um, Timothy Barnwell from uh, Redding, California, you know, came all the way down to Phoenix and, and is here this weekend. So it's his winter time, just like all of us. He's, there's nothing going up uh, up north in Redding. There's probably some little snow on the ground. So he wants to come out here and, uh, and, and try the program, do a little winter racing. And, and it's, I'm glad that we give those guys an opportunity and they've supported the program as well. You know, and I think with the K&K &K guys coming down from the West Coast, we may see more uh, of the West Coasters from British Columbia, Alberta, whether it's uh, you know Saskatchewan or Winnipeg may roll down here as well. Again, to get out of the cold because it, ha it has been a pretty cold winter up north of the border. But to have those guys come down and do a little Briggs and Stratton racing, it really just gives anybody an opportunity who hasn't maybe raced in a while because – you know, and you mentioned Tri-C. We talk about Briggs and Stratton and what they've done coast to coast. It wasn't, what, a year and a half ago, uh, what, maybe two years ago, when, when Tri-C was trying to restart what they were doing. They jumped on board with the 206. There was four guys at one race. Then there was 12. I know you were involved with your uh, 206 lounge where you were bringing guys out to, hey, drive my go-kart. It's 250 bucks. Get in it and drive and have a good time. And now they got spec classes for the VLR. It's a packed deal. And, and 206 is really the, the backbone, the foundation of the Tri-C program. 
No, for sure, one hundred percent. Yeah, uh, Mike Giles and I from M Two Power Sports, where you know we put together the LO Two Hundred Six Lounge program, you know, a couple years ago, and it, and it was it was a great jump start to that program. You're right. It, we started out with four the first first, <laughs> and then by literally the end of that season, there were thirty LO Two Hundred Sixes. It's six or eight months later. So for sure, I mean, as you well know, because of all the events you go to, you know, the the focus for a long time in karting goes right to that top level and the, and the, and the bottom level, the, I wouldn't say bottom, just the more grassroots level kind of gets ignored, kind of gets, you know, uh, people forget about it. And, and we need programs like LO206 to bring in that new blood, to get in some new carters, and maybe some of them will turn into folks that buy rock or other programs that come, you know, uh, two cycle racing or put together a more national program, and that's fine. But there has to be a place for the more budget-conscious racers to come, and, and LO206 gives them a great platform. Yeah, I've always said this. The funny thing about it is there's a lot of people that are in this sport right now, me being included, who have, have, have made an impact on certain levels, whether you become a shop, car shop owner, a media guy like me, an official, whatever it may be. I would not be karting unless I was in. I was able to run a, a cheap four-cycle go-kart. I would never have been able to get into the sport, and I think that that's key to me. We have to have that, that level of entry for anybody. Depending on your budget level, you're going to be able to get off the couch and you're going to go race. And that's what 206 has done. 100%. Folks, there you go. Our first session of the books. Uh, a good run for Jake Drew to kick things off. Jim McKinney looks good, though. He is your point leader coming in. He's incredibly strong as well. So there's your look early here at the drivers in the senior rock category. We're going to work our way through uh, what it will be six race groups. Our 206s are going to follow. But Mini Rock and Micro Rock next up. Stay with us. We've got more coverage. It's the happy hour here from Cal Speed Karting on the EKN Radio Network. You are listening to EKN Live coverage of the Challenge of the Americas, live from the Cal Speed Karting Circuit in Fontana, California, here on the EKN Radio Network. Are you ready to rock? We turned the page and started a new chapter for the Challenge of the Americas in January, but the same program that people know and love remains the foundation. The Challenge has embarked on a new season with a brand new formula, welcoming the Rock Cup program to the West Coast. We'll also be offering the popular Briggs 206 classes again this year after resounding success and support when we debuted the categories in 2017. The final round of the Challenge of the Americas is scheduled for April 13th, 14th, and 15th in Sonoma. And we welcome you to join us for what will be our biggest race of the year. If you're ready for the off-season to be over, come have some fun. If you're up north in the frozen tundra, do you really need a better reason to come to the Challenge? Get out of the cold and into the sun and warmth. Let's rock! And for more information, visit challengecarding.com. Since 2003, K1 Race Gear has been a one-stop shop for all your indoor and outdoor karting needs. From racing shoes, suits, and driving gloves, to chest protectors, rib vests, accessories, and bags, K1 Race Gear provides quality karting products for the enthusiast and the professional alike. We have an incredible lineup of K1 karting suits designed to fit everyone's budget. Check out our entry-level GK2, the new Apex 2, and our top-of-the-line Speed 1 suit. Then, choose from our Apex and RS1 karting gloves and add in our K1 shoes, rib protectors, and neck collars. If you need a custom suit to support your sponsors, we can create a custom look as unique as you are. As you would expect, our custom suits are made to order. 
With pricing as low as $495, you're sure to find a suit that not only satisfies your racing needs, but is easy on the wallet as well. We take care of all of our customers at K1 Race Gear, not just the ones with deep pockets. Visit K1RaceGear.com today and get everything you need for your next racing season. For over a century, Briggs & Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you kart race, Baja, race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge, the dedicated spirit of every Briggs & Stratton employee stands at the fence waiting for the green flag to drop. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? The Rock Cup USA Kart Racing Series is a division of the internationally recognized Rock Cup Racing Program powered by the Vortex Engine Package. The program promotes parity within the classes and the parent series, Rock Cup, is an FIA authorized international series with a 15 year history in over 32 different countries. Powered by the Vortex Engine Platform, Rock Cup USA offers a competitive racing package throughout its promoted series, including the Florida Winter Tour, Rock Festivals, Rock the Rio, Challenge of the Americas, and a flourishing regional club program throughout the United States and multiple Canadian series. All the best rockers from around the world have the opportunity to take part in the prestigious Rock Cup International Final, an international event that crowns global rock champions. In 2017, the Rock Cup International Final had a record number of countries represented, 49 from five continents, and saw 415 rockers take to the grid. Rock Cup International Final tickets will be awarded at the Florida Winter Tour, Challenge of the Americas, and the Rock Festival. For more information on Rock Cup USA, please visit www.rockcupusa.com. Now back to play-by-play -play coverage of the second round of the Challenge of the Americas, live from the Cal Speed Karting Circuit in Fontana, brought to you by Rock Cup USA, K1 Race Gear, and Briggs and & Stratton. Welcome back to pre-qualifying time practice. Cal Speed Karting in the third and fourth rounds of the Challenge of the Americas program here for 2018. We're Rock Cup racing this year and for many years to come. Drivers on the track right now in the Mini Rock and Micro Rock category. APM Racing, the sponsor of our Mini Rocks. Go-Kart Hero, the sponsor of the Micro Rock Clash. The single Micro Rock driver here will look to continue growing that group over the next couple of years. But the Mini category, pretty decent little turnout here. 12 drivers, part of the mini category. Kai Sorensen with the fastest lap out of the gate. Logan Token second. Chase Gardner third. Enzo Swan fourth. And A.J. Zircone in fifth spot. Both Swan and Gardner winners at the opening round in Phoenix. Gardner on the VME. Swan on the Benick. Both drivers on track now for their 20-minute hot pit. Challenging racetrack here at Cal Speed Karting. As I said earlier, we are running the Grande course in the counterclockwise direction. 15 turns in total. 
Drivers will head down the hill if you're at all familiar with Cal Speed here. Of course, the track built on the parking lot area just outside of Turn 4 here at Auto Club Speedway in Fontana, California. The track itself kind of built on the side of a slope that works its way down to the some of the access roads, up uh, butts up against the, the, the berm that comes out just behind turns uh, number 3 and 4 on the NASCAR facility. Drivers will come down the hill, cross start finish line into a a hairpin, turn one, that they call Long Beach. More of a Long Beach going in the other direction as a right-hander, very similar to the final corner on the streets of a Long Beach track, but it's a left-hander here in the Grande course layout. A little short shoot into what is essentially a double apex, big, wide-sweeping right-hander, turns two and turns three. Three, uh, a little more decreasing radius on the exit, a good shoot down into what is a big sweeper around, turn four, five, and then a cutback, in turn, uh, right-hand cutback, turn six. Long run down over into a little kink, uh, then into a left-hander they call silk. A little short shoot into the hairpin, turn eight. Then you start climbing back up the hill. We'll move over to turn number nine, Scanda. Turn ten's a bit of a kink back. And then to the top of the hill here, right to the view of everybody standing uh, at pit lane. Double left-hander, turn 11. Then a very decreasing radius, turn number 12. Two left-handers back down the hill. A little bit of a right-hand sweeper. Quick little left-hander once you straighten back out, then to start finish line once again. A very, I find to be a very fun track to drive. I've driven it in a number of different directions. I love this racetrack. Had a chance to run here on a 206 last February. And again, we'll have a look at the quick drivers rolling here right now. Kai Sorensen leading the way in that number 115, Benick Sorensen. 54.432, but only about 20 thousandths of a second ahead of Chase Gardner. And in fact, top three drivers separated by less than a tenth is Logan Token, the number 157 top card, not far back. Less than a tenth back is Token, third. Enzo Swan, almost three tenths of a second back, 0.285, a 54.717, the best for uh, Enzo at this point. A.J. Zarconi runs in fifth, Parker DeLong in sixth, Ethan Nascimento in seventh, Stephen Isert in eighth, Patrick Molnar ninth, and Tuesday Calderwood rounding out the top ten. Single driver that we have in the micro category, Gage Jarvis in the Benick number 12. Again, getting good seat time here at the track. Just about seven minutes into this session. Remember, it is pre-qualifying time to practice. Open hot pit for the 20-minute run. Drivers will, will see at least into the pit lane once, maybe twice or more, as they try to make uh, adjustments to get these cars the way they want them, heading into round number three's action on Saturday. 206 drivers, you'll be next up. They'll be working their way out to the grid here. Masters Rock to follow. Then we'll go shifter racing with the Rock Shifter and Rock Shifter Masters classes, and we'll round it all off with the Junior Rock category. Morning warm-up tomorrow, set to go at 8 a.m., bright and early. It's going to be cool tomorrow morning. Remember to uh, be smart and have a look at uh, the temperatures. You may want to pull that engine off and, and put it in uh, in the trailer or, or whatever. Do keep it somewhere warm if, we, indeed, the temperatures do get that far down. Keep an eye out for that uh, on, the, uh, on the forecast. 8 o'clock in the morning, scheduled start time for warm-up. We've got a driver's meeting set to go for 9.15 tomorrow morning. Qualifying, 10-minute qualifying session at 10 o'clock. Lunch break set from 11.30 to 12. Our pre-mains, 17 laps for all the categories but the micros. 
Mini and Micro will do 13, and then the LO2 is six drivers running their heat races. They'll do 10-lap heat races. Pre-mains set to go at 12 o'clock. We'll have a worker break from 2 to 2.15. And then main events, 25 lappers for all categories, but Mini and Micro, they'll run 18 laps. And, of course, the 206s will run their second heat race tomorrow afternoon. They have a little different approach. Two heat races on Saturday, one heat race in the main on Sunday. 2.15 scheduled start times for main events. Once again, a big thank you to our broadcast partners for the weekend here as we have Rock Cup USA, K1 Race Gear, and Briggs and & Stratton signed on as our partners here for this weekend. A big thanks for everything they do for, of course, the EKN Live program and eCardyNews.com as it is. Couldn't do what we do without the e-partners that we have on board here in 2018. Pick the mic up, pass it over to the, my next guest. So, Jim McKinney, what brings you to CalSpeed? <laughs> yeah, I had a great weekend in Phoenix and decided to pack up the trailer and head on over to California for a week. I wondered, I wondered. You know, I talked to your dad, of course, uh, talking right now with Jim McKinney, uh, the driver out of Arizona. Of course, Phoenix, his home track. Uh, did extremely well in the opening round, put, a, put together a program, walked in and essentially dominated the action. Had a little bit of, little bit of chase from, uh, from Phil Giebler and a couple other drivers, but... Uh, you were able to get out of there with a couple of race wins, Jim, and I think I know you're, you're a college student. You're trying to figure out how you can not get in trouble for missing <laughs> for missing school. Uh, but what was it? What was the what was the thing that, that drew you here? Was it was it the opportunity to potentially run in Italy? Yeah, definitely. Uh, being able to go to Italy and have the chance to represent America in competition would be amazing. It's something I've yet to be able to do in my driving career and be you know a great milestone for my career. Talk about that weekend in Phoenix. Uh, were you surprised by, by how quick you were or the fact that you, you were topping the, 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 the section the whole time? I know you, you haven't really driven competitively on a regular basis for a couple of years, have you? Yeah, I think our last big national event was back in 2015, and it's been, a, it's been a while to get back at the seat, but we were kind of surprised by the pace, and given uh, those two wins, we knew we'd had to come out here and help our boys out at Challenge of the Americas. I just mentioned that uh, the main events are actually 25 laps long. I know you got tons and tons and tons of laps in at Phoenix. How were you by the end? If you, if you, you, you haven't been done a lot of national racing recently. How did you feel? Because you did double duty. You ran 206 as well. How did you feel at the end of the senior main event? Yeah, it was a long weekend. <laughs> Monday came around. Monday morning was hard to get out of bed. It was it's kind of painful, especially on the ribs and the back, the muscles you don't usually work yeah. out. But, uh, you know, it was worth it. Uh, you look pretty good out of the box here now. I know you've been, you've been fast all day long. What, what kind of experience do you have here at this facility? I, I don't have it down. Have you, do you have a lot of track time here? Uh, ran here in 2013 and 2012 back with Challenge Americas on the Rotax program. But since then, I uh, haven't turned any laps here. So <laughs> it's been uh, – yesterday was kind of a, a game changer for me going to – a new track for the first time in three years. So it was kind of hard to get used to, but I think we got things dialed in now. How was uh, how did, were things at the end of the day? Obviously, you spend the day, you know, the track starts rubbering up a little bit, not so much with the bridge stones, but you're kind of getting comfortable. You know, you're making the changes, you're dialing the chassis in a little bit. Where do you feel you have gotten to in terms of chassis-wise? Are you pretty happy heading into tomorrow? Yeah, I think chassis-wise, we're definitely there. Uh, the longevity of the run is there, you know, lap, Five is the same as lap 15 for us, thank goodness. Uh, the thing we got to work on right now is just my driving, you know, making sure every lap's the same and keeping it consistent, keeping it clean. You know, at Phoenix, uh, you were getting pressured quite a bit by a certain Ricardo chassis. 
uh, and that was, of course, Phil Giebler. It appears that you're going to have another Ricardo chassis chasing and battling you here with Jake Drew. Uh, I know you haven't had a lot of time or ever had a chance to race it against Jake as well, so it could be interesting. You're going to have a battle this weekend, which is good. Yeah, I'm excited to get back out there with throw some passes on some competitors. It's been a while since I've been able to pass and race some guys at a national level, so this will be an interesting weekend. I'm excited. Hey, thanks for taking the time to join us. Thanks, Rob. Jim McKinney, folks, definitely a guy to watch out for. Did a great job in Phoenix. As he said, he really hasn't run at the national level against top competition in a couple of years, again, focusing on his on his education, which is obviously fantastic for him and, uh, and any young driver and anybody, a, a young man or woman trying to, you know, work their way up in life and in the sport to get that education they need. And, but, you know, the opportunity to potentially run and go to the Rock Cup International Final, as I had said earlier, such an absolutely tremendous event. One of the, no doubt, uh, you know, big, serious hardcore fun events in this sport whether you're going to the super nationals or it's the im international final the rock cup world final or the road uh, road tax grand finals it's just those big races that not only are you just driving against guys that you drive with you know, on a regular basis whether you're doing the pro, a pro tour event a national series i don't care what you're driving but you're going back and forth you're battling against the same guys uh when you get a chance to go and run an international event like that where there's 30, 40, 50, 60 different countries represented. There's just such a different feel to it. Obviously, so many of these drivers that have, at least were part of the road, the uh, the uh, the cha- Challenge of the Americas in the first 10 years, they got a chance to represent their country, whether it was Canada or, or USA, for what they were able to do here at the Challenge. And, you know, got a chance to go to the Rotax Grand Finals. And, you know, David Cole and I have been there a, a number of times for e-karting news. And there's just that feel. There's that national feel with the flags everywhere and just the, the team colors and with the team jackets and suits and you know that's the kind of thing that uh, i know that is a big draw and of course when this challenge of the america's program made the move to the rock, the rock cup series just that ability to connect with the rock cup international final an event that i've had a chance to announce on a couple of occasions uh definitely going to be a draw to any of these drivers it's going to be i think even a bigger draw next year once it starts to settle in just about five minutes left ladies and gentlemen in our run here drivers on the racetrack right now again in our Mini and micro rock categories. Kai Sorensen up top. Chase Gardner in second. Logan Toke third. Enzo Swan in fourth. And A.J. Zarcone rounding out your Fast Five. Stick with us. More to come live here on the EKN Radio Network. You are listening to EKN Live coverage of the Challenge of the Americas, live from the Cal Speed Karting Circuit in Fontana, California, here on the EKN Radio Network. Are you ready to rock? We turned the page and started a new chapter for the Challenge of the Americas in January, but the same program that people know and love remains the foundation. The Challenge has embarked on a new season with a brand new formula, welcoming the Rock Cup program to the West Coast. We'll also be offering the popular Briggs 206 classes again this year after resounding success and support when we debuted the categories in 2017. The final round of the Challenge of the Americas is scheduled for April 13th, 14th, and 15th in Sonoma. And we welcome you to join us for what will be our biggest race of the year. If you're ready for the off-season to be over, come have some fun. If you're up north in the frozen tundra, do you really need a better reason to come to the Challenge? Get out of the cold and into the sun and warmth. Let's rock! And for more information, visit challengecarding.com. Since 2003, 
K1 Race Gear has been a one-stop shop for all your indoor and outdoor karting needs. From racing shoes, suits, and driving gloves to chest protectors, rib vests, accessories, and bags, K1 Race Gear provides quality karting products for the enthusiast and the professional alike. We have an incredible lineup of K1 karting suits designed to fit everyone's budget. Check out our entry-level GK2, the new Apex 2, and our top-of-the-line Speed 1 suit. Then, choose from our Apex and RS1 karting gloves and add in our K1 shoes, rib protectors, and neck collars. If you need a custom suit to support your sponsors, we can create a custom look as unique as you are. As you would expect, our custom suits are made to order. With pricing as low as $495, you're sure to find a suit that not only satisfies your racing needs, but is easy on the wallet as well. We take care of all of our customers at K1 Race Gear, not just the ones with deep pockets. Visit k1racegear.com today and get everything you need for your next racing season. For over a century, Briggs & Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you kart race, Baja, race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge, the dedicated spirit of every Briggs & Stratton employee stands at the fence waiting for the green flag to drop. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? The Rock Cup USA Kart Racing Series is a division of the internationally recognized Rock Cup Racing Program powered by the Vortex Engine Package. The program promotes parity within the classes and the parent series Rock Cup is an FIA authorized international series with a 15 year history in over 32 different countries. Powered by the Vortex Engine Platform, Rock Cup USA offers a competitive racing package throughout its promoted series including the Florida Winter Tour, Rock Festivals, Rock the Rio, Challenge of the Americas, and a flourishing regional club program throughout the United States and multiple Canadian series. All the best rockers from around the world have the opportunity to take part in the prestigious Rock Cup International Final, an international event that crowns global rock champions. In 2017, the Rock Cup International Final had a record number of countries represented, 49 from five continents, and saw 415 rockers take to the grid. Rock Cup International Final tickets will be awarded at the Florida Winter Tour, Challenge of the Americas, and the Rock Festival. For more information on Rock Cup USA, please visit www.rockcupusa.com. Now back to play-by-play -play coverage of the second round of the Challenge of the Americas, live from the Cal Speed Karting Circuit in Fontana, Brought to you by Rock Cup USA, K1 Race Gear, and Briggs and Stratton. There's always a great feel on the Fridays where people are kind of having a good time still, but there's just that, yeah, still a little sense of urgency. They're understanding that we're about set to go into battle, and I think that uh, as the day goes on, especially when we come in here to this pre-qualifying time practice session, people know it's on. It's time to really get to work you use that session to find that little last little tenth you may be missing because you're trying to close back up time winding down checker flag gonna fly here momentarily we have our drivers in the mini rock and micro rock category onto the racetrack again just seconds away and we will throw the checkered flag 
Kai Sorensen with the quickest lap time as it stands. Chase Gardner in the second spot. Logan Toke in third. Enzo Swan fourth. Fifth is A.J. Zarcone. Sixth is Parker DeLong. Seventh, Ethan Nascimento. Eighth, Stephen Isert. Ninth, Patrick Molnar. In the tenth spot, Tuesday Calderwood. Eleventh is Ryan Myers. Twelfth, Ryan Castles. And thirteenth is our, our lone micro-rock driver, Gage Jarvis. Waiting for the checkered flag to fly. I got my clock winding down to nothing here. Here comes the checkered flag finally. Kai Sorensen's fast time, a 54.452 back on lap number four. Very early for all the drivers, either on lap three, four, or five. For anyone in the top eight, lap seven for Patrick Molnar in uh, in ninth, and lap 18 for Tuesday Calderwood. She actually went quicker almost at the very end of that session. Otherwise, everyone quick early in that run. Sorensen did 17 laps. Enzo Swan did 21. Parker DeLong did 22 laps. Isert and Molnar are both 21 as well. So everyone high teens are in the low 20s in terms of lap count in that long 20-minute hot pit session. But a 54.432 quick lap time. Chase Gardner not that far back. The winner uh, from Sunday at Phoenix, Chase Gardner on the VME. 54.451 back by just 19 thousandths of a second. So we're seeing the guys that we expect to battle up front here. Kai Sorensen, Chase Gardner, Logan Toke, Enzo Swan, and A.J. Zarcone, your top drivers in the Mini Rock category. Let's look at our time here, staying right with it. 3.20 scheduled start time. Just about four minutes away before we get rolling again with the LO206 category. Stay with us. Just getting our happy hour coverage rolling here on the EKN Radio Network. And again, a big thank you to all the broadcast sponsors here this weekend. You're listening to EKN Live coverage of the Challenge of the Americas, live from the Cal Speed Karting Circuit in Fontana, California, here on the EKN Radio Network. Since 2003, K1 Race Gear has been a one-stop shop for all your indoor and outdoor karting needs. From racing shoes, suits, and driving gloves to chest protectors, rib vests, accessories, and bags, K1 Race Gear provides quality karting products for the enthusiast and the professional alike. We have an incredible lineup of K1 karting suits designed to fit everyone's budget. Check out our entry-level GK2, the new Apex 2, and our top-of-the-line Speed 1 suit. Then, choose from our Apex and RS1 karting gloves and add in our K1 shoes, rib protectors, and neck collars. If you need a custom suit to support your sponsors, we can create a custom look as unique as you are. As you would expect, our custom suits are made to order. With pricing as low as $495, you're sure to find a suit that not only satisfies your racing needs, but it's easy on the wallet as well. We take care of all of our customers at K1 Race Gear, not just the ones with deep pockets. Visit k1racegear.com today and get everything you need for your next racing season. Are you ready to rock? We turned the page and started a new chapter for the Challenge of the Americas in January the same program that people know and love remains the foundation. The challenge has embarked on a new season with a brand new formula, welcoming the Rock Cup program to the West Coast. 
We'll also be offering the popular Briggs 206 classes again this year after resounding success and support when we debuted the categories in 2017. The final round of the Challenge of the Americas is scheduled for April 13th, 14th, and 15th in Sonoma. And we welcome you to join us for what will be our biggest race of the year. If you're ready for the off-season to be over, come have some fun. If you're up north in the frozen tundra, do you really need a better reason to come to the challenge? Get out of the cold and into the sun and warmth. Let's rock! And for more information, visit challengecarding.com. The Rock Cup USA Car Racing Series is a division of the internationally recognized Rock Cup Racing Program powered by the Vortex Engine Package. The program promotes parity within the classes and the parent series, Rock Cup, is an FIA authorized international series with a 15 year history in over 32 different countries. Powered by the Vortex Engine platform, Rock Cup USA offers a competitive racing package throughout its promoted series, including the Florida Winter Tour, Rock Festivals, Rock the Rio, Challenge of the Americas, and a flourishing regional club program throughout the United States and multiple Canadian series. All the best rockers from around the world have the opportunity to take part in the prestigious Rock Cup International Final, an international event that crowns global rock champions. In 2017, the Rock Cup International Final had a record number of countries represented, 49 from five continents, and saw 415 rockers take to the grid. Rock Cup International Final tickets will be awarded at the Florida Winter Tour, Challenge of the Americas, and the Rock Festival. For more information on Rock Cup USA, please visit www.rockcupusa.com. For over a century, Briggs & Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you kart race, Baja, race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge, the dedicated spirit of every Briggs & Stratton employee stands at the fence waiting for the green flag to drop. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? Now back to play-by-play -play coverage of the second round of the Challenge of the Americas, live from the Cal Speed Karting Circuit in Fontana, brought to you by Rock Cup USA, K1 Race Gear, and Briggs and & Stratton. We go from the two-cycle scream of the Rock Cup engines to the rumble here of Briggs 206, four cycles. onto the track now for their final practice session of the day. We'll see which drivers may pair up to get a good feel for each other here. Big debut weekend here in the Challenge at least for David Vasquez, top driver in the VLR chassis. We've seen do so well here over the last uh, number of months. In fact, it's been a pretty good 2018 for the VLR chassis. If you look at what they've been able to get done, a couple of big wins in the Scusa Winters series. Of course, a victory at uh, Phoenix as well for Micah Hendricks. Going to try to go two for two here in Challenge of the Americas competition as well. Good field. Austin Torgerson and Aston Torgerson. P1 and P2 early here, just a couple minutes in. Jensen Altzman in third. Jeremy Giles in the fourth spot. 
Sophia Story in fifth, Ryan Martin sixth, Justin Gortz in seventh, Tuesday Calderwood eighth, Cooper Becklin ninth, and Toby Longnecker tenth. Now that's the combined results, of course. Austin Torgerson senior, Ashton Torgerson junior, Jensen Altsman senior, Jeremy Giles senior, Sophia Story junior, Ryan Martin in the senior category as well. Ryan Martin on that K&K driver out of Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. 16 drivers have taken to the track. We have 19 entered in the day. No time yet to be laid down by David Vasquez, who we expect to be very quick here. Mikey Hendricks is not taken to the racetrack either, as has Logan Calderwood. So ultimate on top here, lap number four, 58.223 quick lap. Over a tenth quicker than Austin Torgerson. Ultimate last time by on Nick Spree, driver out of Phoenix. It was Vasquez who just rolled by, potentially into pit lane. I don't know if Vasquez even put one lap in the books. I don't think so. One time around, that was it. Hot pit session. Remember, though, they can get in and out of here. That's the great thing about it. 20-minute session, pre-qualifying time practice. So have a quick look out the window here. Vasquez, yes, coming back out onto the racetrack. Again, Vasquez in that VLR. Austin Torgerson now to the top of the charts in the 188. 58-211 for Austin, just 12 thousandths of a second quicker than Oltzman. Toby Longnecker now up into third. Top driver in the junior category, Toby Longnecker, 38.698, third overall. Senior sees Torgerson, Altsman, Giles, Gortz, and Ryan Martin. That's your top five. Junior has Toby Longnecker leading the way. Ashton Torgerson in second. Sophia Story in third. Bowden Barnwell in fourth. And Cooper Becklin fifth. So top ten drivers split between junior and senior. Good to have the boys from the West Coast of Canada come back down again, the K&K West drivers. A couple senior drivers in the top five now. Jean-Francois Cloutier down here as well. Rob Kazakowski, Jimmy Gregory, crew from K&K West. A good time at Phoenix. Great to have them back here again this weekend. Vasquez now, finally. Gets to put a quick lap in his second lap, the best, 57.893, just about a tenth quicker than Torgerson, nine hundredths to be exact. Still a long way to go in this session. Performance Kart Sports sponsored Masters Rock up next. 206 Senior Category brought to you by RLV. The LO206 Junior Class brought to you by M2 Power Sportswear. Again, a big thank you to our e-partners who are part of our broadcast program here this weekend. K1 Race Gear, Briggs & Stratton, and Rock Cup USA. Here comes Micah Hendricks, the number 73, to roll out. 
Hendricks onto the racetrack. Vasquez goes quicker again on lap number three. 57.703 for Vasquez on the VLR. Driver to Madera. Vasquez, Torgerson, Altsman, Gortz, and Calderwood. Top five. Again, Vasquez went quicker on lap two and quicker on lap number three. We'll keep an eye on David in the 52. He'll come back up the hill. Rolling up behind Rob Kazakowski, I believe, in the K&K. Good for Kazakowski to have a chance to follow David around, even for a couple of corners. David's going to go to the inside going in to turn number one. Another fast lap for Vasquez. So three in a row. Continuing to drop that fast time. Now down to a 57.537, I believe. One eighty-eight to Torgerson in the pit lane. Heading back out again. Calderwood in the 136. So a lot of action happening here. Drivers working their way out, getting back on. Pre-qualifying time practice for rounds three and four of this year's Challenge of the Americas. Again, new era in the challenge as we head to the Rock Cup USA program. That's the future of the program. Look good out of the box. 85 entries in the opening round at Phoenix. A little over 90 here this weekend. We haven't got the final totals in. We actually had one driver roll in here late. Travis Irving rolling in. Cart in the back of the pickup truck to run in the rock shifter category. Vasquez on top still by over three-tenths of a second. Wow, he is fast. Vasquez, 57.5. Altman, 57.9. Torgerson, 57.9. Hendricks, 57.9. So very close. Second, third, and fourth. Mikey Hendricks in the 73, a winner from Phoenix. Right there with Altsman and Torgerson. Gortz in fifth. Martin sixth. Story seventh. Tuesday Calderwood in 8th, Toby Longnecker ninth, and Jeremy Giles in 10th. Giles in the 22. So still just past the halfway point here now. Almost 10 minutes still remaining in the session again. Stay with us. We'll have more. We'll cap things up here to see who shakes down as the top drivers in the 206 category after this break here on the EKN Radio Network. You're listening to EKN Live coverage of the Challenge of the Americas, live from the Cal Speed Karting Circuit in Fontana, California, here on the EKN Radio Network. Since 2003, 
K1 Race Gear has been a one-stop shop for all your indoor and outdoor karting needs. From racing shoes, suits, and driving gloves to chest protectors, rib vests, accessories, and bags, K1 Race Gear provides quality karting products for the enthusiast and the professional alike. We have an incredible lineup of K1 karting suits designed to fit everyone's budget. Check out our entry-level GK2, the new Apex 2, and our top-of-the-line Speed 1 suit. Then, choose from our Apex and RS1 karting gloves and add in our K1 shoes, rib protectors, and neck collars. If you need a custom suit to support your sponsors, we can create a custom look as unique as you are. As you would expect, our custom suits are made to order. With pricing as low as $495, you're sure to find a suit that not only satisfies your racing needs, but is easy on the wallet as well. We take care of all of our customers at K1 Race Gear, not just the ones with deep pockets. Visit k1racegear.com today and get everything you need for your next racing season. Are you ready to rock? We turned the page and started a new chapter for the Challenge of the Americas in January, but the same program that people know and love remains the foundation. The Challenge has embarked on a new season with a brand new formula, welcoming the Rock Cup program to the West Coast. We'll also be offering the popular Briggs 206 classes again this year after resounding success and support when we debuted the categories in 2017. The final round of the Challenge of the Americas is scheduled for April 13th, 14th, and 15th in Sonoma. And we welcome you to join us for what will be our biggest race of the year. If you're ready for the off-season to be over, come have some fun. If you're up north in the frozen tundra, do you really need a better reason to come to the Challenge? Get out of the cold and into the sun and warmth. Let's rock! And for more information, visit challengecarding.com. The Rock Cup USA Car Racing Series is a division of the internationally recognized Rock Cup Racing Program powered by the Vortex Engine Package. The program promotes parity within the classes and the parent series, Rock Cup, is an FIA authorized international series with a 15 year history in over 32 different countries. Powered by the Vortex Engine Platform, Rock Cup USA offers a competitive racing package throughout its promoted series, including the Florida Winter Tour, Rock Festivals, Rock the Rio, Challenge of the Americas, and a flourishing regional club program throughout the United States and multiple Canadian series. All the best rockers from around the world have the opportunity to take part in the prestigious Rock Cup International Final, an international event that crowns global rock champions. In 2017, the Rock Cup International Final had a record number of countries represented, 49 from five continents, and saw 415 rockers take to the grid. Rock Cup International Final tickets will be awarded at the Florida Winter Tour, Challenge of the Americas, and the Rock Festival. For more information on Rock Cup USA, please visit www.rockcupusa.com. For over a century, Briggs & Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you kart race, Baja, race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge, the dedicated spirit of every Briggs & Stratton employee stands at the fence 
waiting for the green flag to drop. Briggs and Stratton Racing, what powers you? Now back to play-by-play coverage of the second round of the Challenge of the Americas, live from the Cal Speed Karting Circuit in Fontana, brought to you by Rock Cup USA, K1 Race Gear, and Briggs and Stratton. Back at it. Drivers on the racetrack. Again, welcome to the EKN Radio Network and our happy hour coverage of final practice here of the Challenge of the Americas. There's uh, four and a half minutes remaining in this session still. And the guy on top of the charts right now, David Vasquez in the VLR number 52, already off the racetrack. Suit's already halfway down. In fact, he's sitting beside me here in the EKN studio. P1 by over three-tenths of a second. David Vasquez, man, congratulations. First on pace. Um, I know you've been driving the, the VLR for a while. You've got it rolling pretty good. Uh, can you talk about this, this racetrack here? Do you already have a really good feel for the track? I mean, to be honest, yeah, the VLR is handling pretty awesome, to be honest. I mean, we come over here over the years, and it's a brand-new chassis. It's been only out for about two years, and we did some of the testing here, and we're just happy to see that it's performing on a national level. Right now, the track itself, it's starting to get a little bit grippy out there. In the morning, initially, it had a little... Um, little rainfall definitely caused it to be a little free definitely entertaining for the first session but overall as the days are getting you know longer longer and longer these other carts are just laying down the rubber with the bridgestone and right now i'm just pretty happy that we're able to to keep up with it knock on wood <laughs> i had a chance to actually run the vlr here about a year ago i think for a tri-c race and it was just, you know a single day race car felt super free i was just getting comfortable with the track we didn't change anything mm-hmm. all day long because I, I was just kind of catching up to be as quick as the cart was do you find that you're changing much here throughout this weekend, or do you think, based on what you've done on other tracks you've run on the cart, uh, that you kind of keep that same platform throughout the weekend? The only thing that we've changed thus far this weekend, Rob, is just honestly the air pressure. I mean, RLV came up with a great goat cart to where the neutral setup's pretty standard itself, and you know, no matter how much you try to out-tune yourself or think outside the box, you always go back to that neutral setup, which yeah. is what we wanted to do. And we pretty much have that philosophy, just let the carts do its thing, you know, try to focus on the driver. But luckily, the VLR chassis was, it's been pretty responsive to changes. It just, we always feel from a driver comfort zone and in my head <laughs> that neutral is better, unfortunately. It's all a mind game with the crazy drivers nowadays. Where would you rate this track in terms of one that you're good at? You know, there's always, I think everybody has that track that they say, you know what, I just go there and it's automatic for me. Some I have to work on. You know, I know I have that. I know David has that. Everybody kind of has that where there's just a track that's just really good for you. Where would you rate this one in the in the list of tracks you run on a regular basis? I mean, in the spirit of honesty, to be quite honest, I really don't feel that strong at this track. Okay, yeah. I, I feel comfortable, and in my head, so long as I'm comfortable, you know, I could get yeah. away with it. But, I mean, to me, I really don't measure how fast I feel, how more comfortable I am. And if the go-kart's comfortable and I'm comfortable, then, you know, we're going to be cooking with some oil at the end of the day. What do you think? Uh, obviously, we got a pretty good field here in both the junior and senior categories. For people that are listening here on EKN and may come here one day to, to run, what part of this racetrack do you think is the most challenging? What part's maybe the most crucial in terms of laying down a really good lap in a 206? I mean, 110%, it's going to be the infield. Um, I'm not really familiar with the numbers of the corners and such, but it's pretty much the inside of the track. I believe it's like turn eight. You know, you come into the fast silk and you're carrying a lot of momentum going at turn eight. And where I feel like drivers have the misconception is they're not able to carry enough speed with this 206 into the corner because they have the mindset of that two cycle to where it's just like I'm not supposed to go in as hard or carry my momentum through the center of the corner like I should. So me personally, the one corner that I'm focusing a lot of my effort on this weekend is just through that corner right there in terms of rolling through my speed, not overdriving it, definitely being where the rubber's at right now, and then just getting a good drive off the corner. 
you know, we see a lot of drivers still out on track. Just about a minute remaining in the session, David. You came in early. Of course, you were sitting beside me with still five to go. Is it just a, is it just a simple fact that you already felt like you had the setup you needed and you were comfortable? Yeah, absolutely. Just comfortable is the one word that I always use, you know, when I talk to mechanics, drivers, my dad who puts up with me. Um, if I'm comfortable, in all honesty, I'm not going to really push the, you know, push the limits. You know, when I give my dad that signal like, hey, we're good to go, um, I pretty much just don't push it past them because, knock on wood, I don't want to do something stupid. <laughs> is that the teams that you and your dad, is that you guys on the cart? I love, I love hearing that. Yeah, it's pretty much me and my dad. Um, I've been doing it for 17 years, and I'm happy to say that he's been the man that, you know, every time I fire him, he still keeps coming back. <laughs> he just won't go away. He, well, he won't go away, unfortunately. And, you know, unfortunately, too, we both go to the same house, and he's right down the same hallway. Yeah, so, no, I, mean, I hear that. I hear that. It's like living with your crew chief in NASCAR or IndyCar. That just wouldn't work, I don't think. But you guys make it work. Good for you. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, listen, thank you very much for joining us. I think we'll be watching. I'll be talking a lot about you, I believe, throughout this weekend. Well done. Awesome. Thank you. David Vasquez, ladies and gentlemen, on with us here on the ECAN Radio Network, part of the happy hour. Man, great interview and obviously a great driver. Up front nicely, almost four-tenths of a second clear of Micah Hendricks, the winner from Phoenix. Vasquez on that VLR, a 57.508. Micah Hendricks in seconds. We are now, I believe, to the end of the time. Yep, zero time on the clock. Looking at Bob Phillips there on uh, right here in between turn number 11 and 12. That's where they're throwing the checker because we'll head right in to the scales in turn number 12 as we run on the Grande course in the counterclockwise direction. We'll come back to the top of the hill out of the hairpin through Skanda. Looks like we may be off a little bit on the time here. Checker flag going to fly here momentarily. I believe indeed here it comes. There's the checker flag there. I don't see anybody doing anything late in the session here as I look to the best lap times. It's usually uh, been in, in the low, maybe 4, 5, 6, here for 2.06, which take a little longer to build some heat into the tires. Lap 8, the best for Vasquez. He heads to pit lane. Lap 6 for Micah Hendricks. Lap 14 for Justin Gortz. Going quicker at the very end on the K&K. Good run for the driver out of Canada. Justin Gortz to P3, just four-tenths of a second off of Vasquez. Jensen Altsman and then Austin Torgerson, so... The top five drivers, all senior. Ryan Martin in sixth. Jeremy Giles in seventh. Then you've got Toby Longnecker leading the way in the junior category. Tuesday Calderwood in second. Sophia Story in third. Ashton Torgers in fourth. And uh, Bowden Barnwell rounding out your top five. 19 drivers in total in the field. It's going to be great to see what we do when we go wheel-to-wheel racing tomorrow. Again, those of you who are listening, you'll be able to tune in. David and I will be going back to live coverage here of the EKN Radio Network at 10 o'clock Pacific time. That's 1 o'clock Eastern qualifying set to go here from uh, Cal Speed Karting, round number three of the Challenge of the Americas. Where are we? Three down, three to go. Next up, stay with us, folks. We'll be back with Performance Kart Sport Masters Rock. You're listening to EKN Live coverage of the Challenge of the Americas, live from the Cal Speed Karting Circuit in Fontana, California, here on the EKN Radio Network. For over a century, Briggs & Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you kart race, Baja, race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge. The dedicated spirit of every Briggs & Stratton employee stands at the fence waiting for the green flag to drop. 
Briggs and Stratton Racing. What powers you? Since 2003, K1 Race Gear has been a one-stop shop for all your indoor and outdoor karting needs. From racing shoes, suits, and driving gloves to chest protectors, rib vests, accessories, and bags, K1 Race Gear provides quality karting products for the enthusiast and the professional alike. We have an incredible lineup of K1 karting suits designed to fit everyone's budget. Check out our entry-level GK2, the new Apex 2, and our top-of-the-line Speed 1 suit. Then, choose from our Apex and RS1 karting gloves and add in our K1 shoes, rib protectors, and neck collars. If you need a custom suit to support your sponsors, we can create a custom look as unique as you are. As you would expect, our custom suits are made to order. With pricing as low as $495, you're sure to find a suit that not only satisfies your racing needs, but is easy on the wallet as well. We take care of all of our customers at K1 Race Gear, not just the ones with deep pockets. Visit k1racegear.com today and get everything you need for your next racing season. Are you ready to rock? We turned the page and started a new chapter for the Challenge of the Americas in January, but the same program that people know and love remains the foundation. The Challenge has embarked on a new season with a brand new formula, welcoming the Rock Cup program to the West Coast. We'll also be offering the popular Briggs 206 classes again this year after resounding success and support when we debuted the categories in 2017. The final round of the Challenge of the Americas is scheduled for April 13th, 14th, and 15th in Sonoma. And we welcome you to join us for what will be our biggest race of the year. If you're ready for the off-season to be over, come have some fun. If you're up north in the frozen tundra, do you really need a better reason to come to the Challenge? Get out of the cold and into the sun and warmth. Let's rock! And for more information, visit challengecarding.com. The Rock Cup USA Kart Racing Series is a division of the internationally recognized Rock Cup Racing Program powered by the Vortex Engine Package. The program promotes parity within the classes and the parent series Rock Cup is an FIA authorized international series with a 15 year history in over 32 different countries. Powered by the Vortex Engine platform, Rock Cup USA offers a competitive racing package throughout its promoted series including the Florida Winter Tour, Rock Festivals, Rock the Rio, Challenge of the Americas, and a flourishing regional club program throughout the United States and multiple Canadian series. All the best rockers from around the world have the opportunity to take part in the prestigious Rock Cup International Final, an international event that crowns global rock champions. In 2017, the Rock Cup International Final had a record number of countries represented, 49 from five continents, and saw 415 rockers take to the grid. Rock Cup International Final tickets will be awarded at the Florida Winter Tour, Challenge of the Americas, and the Rock Festival. For more information on Rock Cup USA, please visit www.rockcupusa.com. Now back to play-by-play -play coverage of the second round of the Challenge of the Americas, live from the Cal Speed Karting Circuit in Fontana, Brought to you by Rock Cup USA, K1 Race Gear, and Briggs and & Stratton. So we go from the 206 Briggs category, jumping back into Rock Cup. 
as the Masters drivers on the racetrack for their final practice session of the day. Again, pre-qualifying time practice. A great opportunity here to really leverage this 20-minute session to make adjustments. They can come into pit lane. They can make the changes and head back out. Just a couple laps, two, three laps. A lot of these drivers will get a feel for whether or not the adjustment was the one they needed. They can come back and either go back to that baseline or try something a little different. Again, a big thank you to our broadcast partners here this weekend. Briggs & Stratton, Rock Cup USA, and K1 Race Gear. Paul Bonilla quickly out of the box. The number 420 drops the hammer, goes P1 by two-tenths. Bonilla on the FTK Burrell. Fache Tatikin on the Phil Giebler Racing Ricardo goes to P2. Tatikin in the number 401. I talked to him earlier. First time ever on the Bridgestones. First time ever on the Rock. See what Vache can do out there. We're not worried about finding open track time right now or open lap, that's for sure, because there's six drivers running together across the line. Benilla was in there. I want to say that Jonathan Silva was in there. Ed Quinn potentially in there. Big group of drivers coming across the line. Vache Tatikin back to the top of the charts with a 50.803. Phil Giebler Racing Crew had a pretty cool little outing here at Cal Speed a little while back when Jensen Button rolled out here to celebrate his birthday alongside his good friend uh, Daniel Ricciardo. The PGR drivers were out to have fun with them as well. Talk about a great track day. Tachikin, I think, heads the pit lane, feeling good there after turning a quick lap of 50.803. You'd think maybe one more lap might have been a good idea to find out whether it was going to go any quicker, but he heads to pit lane. Paul Bonny in the 420 in second. Chris Knievers in the number 485 now in third. Eric Jackson fourth. Jonathan Silva now fifth. Ed Quinn sixth. Mike Giles in ninth. Brandon Bell in, or rather Mike Giles in seventh. Brandon Bell in eighth. John Nielsen ninth. And David Pergande tenth. Very early, just four minutes in. Championship kind of taking a, a little bit of an interesting turn. It's Adam Kasich who uh, was swept the action, did such a great job, won both main events at Phoenix, not able to be here this weekend. A family commitment came up. He's not able to make the trek here. Actually had to go east instead to get ready to roll back out, currently P1. But Kasich had a light lead of just 24 points on Paul Bonilla, but that'll go out the door with him not being here this weekend. So that would move Bonilla to the point. Just six points back is Eric Jackson. 45 back is David Pergande. 55 back, Ronaldo Neves. 58 points back, Mike Giles. And 63 points back, Jonathan Silva. It's all about putting in a good weekend here to try to set yourself up. And again, you just look at the point total. Qualifying on pole worth five points. Winning that pre-main worth 10 points. You have to get every point you possibly can. Tony Rossetti now to the top of the charts in the Mad Croc, 50.708. Vache Tatikin second, 50.803. Paul Bonilla in fourth, 
Here goes Benia back to P1, 50.544. Just five minutes into this 20-minute session. Bonilla, P1. Rossetti, Tatikian, Tom Vano now up into the fourth spot. 51.055 for Vano. Silva now in fifth on the comp cart. Sixth is Brandon Bell. Seventh is Nevers. Eighth, Giles. Ninth, Jackson. Tenth, Quinn. Jonathan Silva and Ed Quinn running together on track. They'll come across the line. Do they go any quicker? They do not. Benia faster on lap seven, as we said, 50.544 for Benia. Tony Rossetti in the 435, looking pretty good in the Mack Croc as well, the driver to Beaumont. 50.708. Vache Tatikian, 50.803. Bonilla, Rossetti, Tatikian, Bell, and Vano. Top five right now. Early in the session, though. Seven minutes in. 13 to go. Two categories left on the docket here for today. Cameron Carding, Rock Shifter, and Full Throttle Carding, Rock Shifter Masters. We'll be up next. Closing in on the halfway point of the session once again. EKN live coverage here from Cal Speed Karting in Fontana, California, just outside turn four of the Auto Club Speedway. Rob Howard alongside David Cole. We're thrilled that uh, you are tuning in. Those of you who have dialed in to ecartynews.com slash live or maybe are listening on your mobile device, we're happy to have you with us. As always, feel free to fire us off a text, email, Facebook message, Twitter message, whatever you want to do. We'd love to hear that you're listening in. Benia's fast lap coming on lap number seven. He has, I believe, pulled into pit lane. Not sure whether he'll be heading back out again. We saw that with David Vasquez in the number 52-206 cart. Pretty comfortable to lay down the lap he had and come on in good feel for the chassis felt comfortable as he said no need to pound out laps here on a 20 lap session if you feel like you got a good grip on it looks to be like a potentially Jonathan Silva I think off the racetrack push him back up the hill so that'll be it for Silva I believe sixth his best lap lap number nine in fact it just turned his fast lap of 51 
Tatikian back to the top of the charts, 50.540, or 542 rather. Fache Tatikian back on top. So as we get ourselves to the midway point of this session, in fact, where are we? Just uh, just past the halfway point in Performance Kart Sport Masters pre-qualifying. We'll head to a quick break. Vachy Tatikian on top. Paul Bonilla in second. Tony Rossetti third. Brandon Bell in fourth. And Chris Nevers rounding out your fast five. Again, live coverage here from Cal Speed Karting. Pre-qualifying time practice for this weekend's Challenge of the Americas. You're listening to EKN Live coverage of the Challenge of the Americas, live from the Cal Speed Karting Circuit in Fontana, California, here on the EKN Radio Network. The Rock Cup USA Kart Racing Series is a division of the internationally recognized Rock Cup Racing Program powered by the Vortex Engine Package. The program promotes parity within the classes and the parent series Rock Cup is an FIA-authorized international series with a 15-year history in over 32 different countries. Powered by the Vortex engine platform, Rock Cup USA offers a competitive racing package throughout its promoted series, including the Florida Winter Tour, Rock Festivals, Rock the Rio, Challenge of the Americas, and a flourishing regional club program throughout the United States and multiple Canadian series. All the best rockers from around the world have the opportunity to take part in the prestigious Rock Cup International Final, an international event that crowns global rock champions. In 2017, the Rock Cup International Final had a record number of countries represented, 49 from five continents, and saw 415 rockers take to the grid. Rock Cup International Final tickets will be awarded at the Florida Winter Tour, Challenge of the Americas, and the Rock Festival. For more information on Rock Cup USA, please visit www.rockcupusa.com. For over a century, Briggs & Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you kart race, Baja, race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge, the dedicated spirit of every Briggs & Stratton employee stands at the fence waiting for the green flag to drop. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? Since 2003, K1 Race Gear has been a one-stop shop for all your indoor and outdoor karting needs. From racing shoes, suits, and driving gloves to chest protectors, rib vests, accessories, and bags, K1 Race Gear provides quality karting products for the enthusiast, and the professional alike. We have an incredible lineup of K1 karting suits designed to fit everyone's budget. Check out our entry-level GK2, the new Apex 2, and our top-of-the-line Speed 1 suit. Then choose from our Apex and RS1 karting gloves and add in our K1 shoes, rib protectors, and neck collars. If you need a custom suit to support your sponsors, we can create a custom look as unique as you are. As you would expect, our custom suits are made to order. With pricing as low as $495, you're sure to find a suit that not only satisfies your racing needs, but is easy on the wallet as well. 
We take care of all of our customers at K1 Race Gear, not just the ones with deep pockets. Visit K1RaceGear.com today and get everything you need for your next racing season. Are you ready to rock? We turned the page and started a new chapter for the Challenge of the Americas in January, but the same program that people know and love remains the foundation. The Challenge has embarked on a new season with a brand new formula, welcoming the Rock Cup program to the West Coast. We'll also be offering the popular Briggs 206 classes again this year after resounding success and support when we debuted the categories in 2017. The final round of the Challenge of the Americas is scheduled for April 13th, 14th, and 15th in Sonoma. And we welcome you to join us for what will be our biggest race of the year. If you're ready for the off-season to be over, come have some fun. If you're up north in the frozen tundra, do you really need a better reason to come to the Challenge? Get out of the cold and into the sun and warmth. Let's rock! And for more information, visit challengecarding.com. Now back to play-by-play -play coverage of the second round of the Challenge of the Americas, live from the Cal Speed Karting Circuit in Fontana, brought to you by Rock Cup USA, K1 Race Gear, and Briggs and & Stratton. As we return to Cal Speed Karting and live coverage here on the EKN Radio Network, Tony Rossetti, top of the charts here. Lap 10 was his best. Again, Performance Kart Sport Masters Rock on track here, their pre-qualifying time practice. Open hot pit, 20-minute session. Still just over four minutes remaining in the run. Rossetti was quick on lap number 10 on the Mad Croc number 435. Just four hundredths of a second quicker than Paul Bonilla. A 50.428 to a 50.471. Just a, less than a tenth back was Vache Tatikian in the Phil Giebler Racing Ricciardo number 401. David Pergande finally works his way up here into the top five as well. Pergande on lap number eight moves to fourth. He's about three-tenths back, four-tenths back in total from Rossetti. Here comes Silva back out in the 441. He had an issue on track, as I had said. Had just turned to 51.049, which puts him six-tenths back, but had an issue and ended up going off track and pushing himself back up the hill. He's going to come back out with, with about three and a half minutes remaining, gets the things up to speed. He could get probably three or four laps in. We'll see if Silva's able to make any headway on speed. 51.049, the fast lap for Silva. Here is your top ten right now. Rossetti, Bonilla, Tatikin, Pergandi, and Nevers, your top five. Brandon Bell, sixth. Silva, seventh. Tom Vano in eighth. Ed Quinn, ninth. And Mike Giles in tenth. Outside the top ten, Eric Jackson runs 11th. John Nielsen in 12th, Alan Morte in 13th, Bob Roderick in 14th, Alan Moore, Steve Wiener, and Ronaldo Neves. Neves has not yet taken a lap. Not sure whether or not he is in the paddock here now, but Neves with no laps. So 16 drivers in the Masters Rock category taking lap times here in pre-qualifying time practice. Just two more sessions to go after this. Cameron Carding, Rock Shifter, and full throttle karting, Rock Shifter Masters will be on track, but eight minutes time. Again, two and a half minutes remaining in the session. We have that extra time built in for if any pickups are needed on track. Things running smoothly thus far. Again, Tony Rossetti quicker 
than Paul Bonilla by about four hundredths of a second on that fast lap. Still a lot of drivers out here late in the session. Eric Jackson finally into the top 10. Lap 12, the best for Jackson, 50.972. He's a half a second back. 50.972 for Eric Jackson on the VME. See if anybody else can find pace here at the end. Minute and a half still remaining. Silva at least two laps back in the books. Last time by a 52.1. Well off his fast lap. Not sure if he remains on track yet. Still looking around here. Here's the 412 of Tom Vano. Lap seven, his best. He... 51.055. Not able to improve coming down the hill. Ed Quinn went quicker last time by. Lap 17, the best for Quinn, 51.108. Just under seven tenths back. Pretty solid little field here now. Scrolling up, top 11 drivers within a second. In fact, within eight tenths of a second, Mike Giles in the 11th spot. Again, good field. 16 drivers have taken times here in this Final session of the day. Again, Rob Howden alongside David Cole. Live coverage. Round number three and four of the 2018 Challenge of the Americas. Of course, here at Cal Speed Car Track. The Grande course in the counterclockwise direction. 15 corners on this racetrack. One driver who is still out there pounding out laps is Vache Tatikian. Getting a good feel for the rock. Tatikian currently in the third spot. Lap 10, his best. Coming across the line again. 50.546. How do you like that? Lap 10, 50.542. Lap 20, 50.546. Four thousandths of a second separating lap 10 and lap 20. Tatikian just over a tenth back. Of Tony Rossetti. Checker flag getting ready to fly. This could end the session here. Indeed it does. That'll be it for Tatikian. He'll head to pit lane. Nope, he'll come by one more time. Checker flag will fly. He's going to go one more. Tatikian getting that checker. Doesn't go any quicker. 50.7. So Rossetti with the fast lap time. Paul Bonilla in second. Vache Tatiki in third. David Pergande fourth. And Chris Nevers rounding out your top five just under a half a second, separating one back to five. But one, two, three, separated by just over a tenth. In fact, Bonilla just four hundredths of a second back of Tony Rossetti. So there's the order for the Masters Rock category, and that'll be what we're looking at tomorrow when we go qualifying. Five points up for, for grabs, remember, this championship very much alive in this Masters Rock category. Time to bang some gears. Rock Shifter and Rock Shifter Masters will be next up. Two more categories to come, and they will take to the racetrack at 410. Stick with us. More to come here on the EKN Radio Network.
You're listening to EKN Live coverage of the Challenge of the Americas, live from the Cal Speed Karting Circuit in Fontana, California, here on the EKN Radio Network. Are you ready to rock? We turned the page and started a new chapter for the Challenge of the Americas in January, but the same program that people know and love remains the foundation. The Challenge has embarked on a new season with a brand new formula, welcoming the Rock Cup program to the West Coast. We'll also be offering the popular Briggs 206 classes again this year after resounding success and support when we debuted the categories in 2017. The final round of the Challenge of the Americas is scheduled for April 13th, 14th, and 15th in Sonoma. And we welcome you to join us for what will be our biggest race of the year. If you're ready for the off-season to be over, come have some fun. If you're up north in the frozen tundra, do you really need a better reason to come to the Challenge? Get out of the cold and into the sun and warmth. Let's rock! And for more information, visit challengecarding.com. The Rock Cup USA Kart Racing Series is a division of the internationally recognized Rock Cup Racing Program powered by the Vortex Engine Package. The program promotes parity within the classes and the parent series Rock Cup is an FIA authorized international series with a 15 year history in over 32 different countries. Powered by the Vortex Engine platform, Rock Cup USA offers a competitive racing package throughout its promoted series including the Florida Winter Tour, Rock Festivals, Rock the Rio, Challenge of the Americas, and a flourishing regional club program throughout the United States and multiple Canadian series. All the best rockers from around the world have the opportunity to take part in the prestigious Rock Cup International Final, an international event that crowns global rock champions. In 2017, the Rock Cup International Final had a record number of countries represented, 49 from five continents, and saw 415 rockers take to the grid. Rock Cup International Final tickets will be awarded at the Florida Winter Tour, Challenge of the Americas, and the Rock Festival. For more information on Rock Cup USA, please visit www.rockcupusa.com. For over a century, Briggs & Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you kart race, Baja, race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge, the dedicated spirit of every Briggs & Stratton employee stands at the fence waiting for the green flag to drop. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? Since 2003, K1 Race Gear has been a one-stop shop for all your indoor and outdoor karting needs. From racing shoes, suits, and driving gloves, to chest protectors, rib vests, accessories, and bags, K1 Race Gear provides quality karting products for the enthusiast and the professional alike. We have an incredible lineup of K1 karting suits designed to fit everyone's budget. Check out our entry-level GK2, the new Apex 2, and our top-of-the-line Speed 1 suit. Then, choose from our Apex and RS1 karting gloves and add in our K1 shoes, rib protectors, and neck collars. If you need a custom suit to support your sponsors, we can create a custom look as unique as you are. As you would expect, our custom suits are made to order. With pricing as low as $495, 
you're sure to find a suit that not only satisfies your racing needs, but is easy on the wallet as well. We take care of all of our customers at K1 Race Gear, not just the ones with deep pockets. Visit K1RaceGear.com today and get everything you need for your next racing season. Now back to play-by-play -play coverage of the second round of the Challenge of the Americas, live from the Cal Speed Karting Circuit in Fontana, brought to you by Rock Cup USA, K1 Race Gear, and Briggs and & Stratton. Drivers on the racetrack grabbing gears now as we've got rock shifter practice. Check out the field. Strong group of shifters stepping it up from Phoenix. 18 in total here this weekend. In the camera karting rock shifter and full throttle karting rock shifter masters class. Let these drivers get in here and hammer out a couple of laps to get things going. That's some really good racing in this category. When we were in the uh, the opening rounds in Phoenix, goes Cole Bailey stepping it up, Nikki Hayes stepping it up, Alex Keys was very consistent as well. Like those guys ready to fight it out. All three of them, Hayes, Bailey, and Keys, all here this weekend looking to try to. Get themselves as a position to win that title when we go to the final round in Sonoma to see who's going to represent the challenge of the Americas at the Rock Cup International Final at South Garda. Drivers getting a couple laps in here now. Where do we stand? Alex Keys on top in the Burrell Art, number 547, the multi-time Red Bull Global Rallycross GRC Lights category winner. Now with the top time, 48.831. Lorenzo Lapina. Great to have Lorenzo here, factory driver for VME in Italy, has come over to run here this weekend in the rock shifter category. He goes to P2 here now in the number 548, the VME driver. Two tenths back, 49.061. Hayes now jumps up into second. Lapina goes down into third. Enzo Prevo now up there into the fast five as well. He'll go second on the Illuminos, number 525. Keys, Prevo, Hayes, Lapina, and Zach Petanici, your top five. Calvin Chen leading the way in the Masters category. Cole Bailey right now in seventh. Clinton Scooby in eighth. Slava Pridhotko in ninth. And John Nielsen rounding out your top ten. In Masters, Chen leads the way. Local driver who had a lot of success here last year in the LA, LAKC. Travis Irving, who just showed up today, midway through the day, probably right after lunch. Got a couple of sessions in here. Great story behind his number 652, an old Ricardo from 2015. He pulled out of the dumpster after someone tossed it away, being bent. He fixed it, dialed it in. It was a tag chassis. He dialed it in to be a shifter, and away he goes. Also running in the Masters category, Nick Firestone and Rob, Rob Kazakowski and Zoli Sewell. 
Looks like five drivers in the Masters class, 13 in senior. Alex Key still on top, 48-707. Five minutes in. Keys in the 547, about three-tenths quicker than Nikki Hayes. Enzo Prevo in third. Lorenzo Lapina in fourth spot. Zach Petanici in fifth. Calvin Chen, sixth. Slava Prihoko in seventh. Cole Bailey, eighth. Clinton Scooby, ninth. And Ryan Martin, tenth. Now we'll start seeing drivers, you know, coming into pit lane, making some adjustments here. Indeed, a couple drivers in. Lapina on the VME, making some adjustments there as well. Vince Mandarino, the designer of the Emmy, the Emmy here this weekend. They've had some great success at the start of this season. Wins of the WK Manufacturers Cup. Victory from Chase Gardner in the mini rock category in Phoenix. Lapina here with us in the rock shifter category. He's back out in the 544. Great stuff so far here. Nikki Hayes battling it out. Alex Keys on top. Nikki Hayes in second. He goes quicker last time by. Enzo Prevo in the third spot. Lapina in fourth. Petadici fifth. Calvin Chen leading the way in the Masters category. Slava Pridhoko runs in the seventh spot. Cole Bailey eighth. Clinton Scooby and Ryan Martin rounding out your top ten. Keys on top, though. About three-tenths of a second still over Nikki Hayes. Adjustments will need to be made throughout the session here. Nick Firestone into pit lane as well. The helmet's actually off for Firestone. Micah Hendricks doing double duty again this weekend, running here in the 206 and shifter categories. Keys goes purple last time by. Alex Keys to P1. Keys up top. Goes faster again. Forty-eight, three-three-five for Keys. Three tenths quicker than Nikki Hayes. He goes with his personal best lap on lap eight as well. Forty-eight point six six zero. Keys, Hayes, Prevo, Lapina, and Petanici, your top five drivers, separated by about eight-tenths of a second. Calvin Chen leading the way in the Masters class over Rob Kazakowski and Zoli Sewell again. Drivers using this hot pit opportunity. Just like Calvin Chen is done. Got their laps in. Put seven laps in the books, feeling good. He'll head back to the garage area, get back to the trailer, get it dialed in, put it away, kiss a good night.
Come back tomorrow to see what he can do in qualifying. In the Masters category, Firestone with about a 33-point lead on Calvin Chen. Rob Kazakowski right in there as well. Adjustments for Firestone, not happy at all with what he's got. Firestone back in the 15th position at this point. Firestone about 1.2 seconds behind Calvin Chen. Of course, Chen has a good handle on this racetrack. Five twenty-five of Enzo Prevo back out after making some adjustments. Keys back on lap nine, forty-eight three three five. Past the halfway point now. Russell Carding, ruthless Carding, rather. Junior Rock, ruthless Carding, Junior Rock drivers to the grid, please. Let's get up here. You're set to go in about 15 minutes. You'll go green in 15. Keys, Hayes, Prevo, Petanici, and Lapina. Zach Petanici going quicker on lap 11. Still a pretty big gap between the top 10 drivers. Firestone came in and made some adjustments. Let's see what that has done. We'll Actually, get let him have a couple laps to dial things in. We'll see if he goes any quicker. Eight and a half minutes remaining here in this final practice session for drivers in the Rock Shifter category. Stay with us. We'll have the full rundown when we get back after these messages. You're listening to EKN Live coverage of the Challenge of the Americas, live from the Cal Speed Karting Circuit in Fontana, California, here on the EKN Radio Network. Since 2003, K1 Race Gear has been a one-stop shop for all your indoor and outdoor karting needs. From racing shoes, suits, and driving gloves to chest protectors, rib vests, accessories, and bags, K1 Race Gear provides quality karting products for the enthusiast and the professional alike. We have an incredible lineup of K1 karting suits designed to fit everyone's budget. Check out our entry-level GK2, the new Apex 2, and our top-of-the-line Speed 1 suit. Then, choose from our Apex and RS1 karting gloves and add in our K1 shoes, rib protectors, and neck collars. If you need a custom suit to support your sponsors, we can create a custom look as unique as you are. As you would expect, our custom suits are made to order. With pricing as low as $495, you're sure to find a suit that not only satisfies your racing needs, but it's easy on the wallet as well. We take care of all of our customers at K1 Race Gear, not just the ones with deep pockets. Visit k1racegear.com today and get everything you need for your next racing season. 
Are you ready to rock? We turned the page and started a new chapter for the Challenge of the Americas in January, but the same program that people know and love remains the foundation. The Challenge has embarked on a new season with a brand new formula, welcoming the Rock Cup program to the West Coast. We'll also be offering the popular Briggs 206 classes again this year after resounding success and support when we debuted the categories in 2017. The final round of the Challenge of the Americas is scheduled for April 13th, 14th, and 15th in Sonoma. And we welcome you to join us for what will be our biggest race of the year. If you're ready for the off-season to be over, come have some fun. If you're up north in the frozen tundra, do you really need a better reason to come to the Challenge? Get out of the cold and into the sun and warmth. Let's rock! And for more information, visit challengecarding.com. The Rock Cup USA Car Racing Series is a division of the internationally recognized Rock Cup Racing Program powered by the Vortex Engine Package. The program promotes parity within the classes and the parent series, Rock Cup, is an FIA authorized international series with a 15 year history in over 32 different countries. Powered by the Vortex Engine Platform, Rock Cup USA offers a competitive racing package throughout its promoted series, including the Florida Winter Tour, Rock Festivals, Rock the Rio, Challenge of the Americas, and a flourishing regional club program throughout the United States and multiple Canadian series. All the best rockers from around the world have the opportunity to take part in the prestigious Rock Cup International Final, an international event that crowns global rock champions. In 2017, the Rock Cup International Final had a record number of countries represented, 49 from five continents, and saw 415 rockers take to the grid. Rock Cup International Final tickets will be awarded at the Florida Winter Tour, Challenge of the Americas, and the Rock Festival. For more information on Rock Cup USA, please visit www.rockcupusa.com. For over a century, Briggs & Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you kart race, Baja, race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge, the dedicated spirit of every Briggs & Stratton employee stands at the fence waiting for the green flag to drop. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? Now back to play-by-play -play coverage of the second round of the Challenge of the Americas, live from the Cal Speed Karting Circuit in Fontana, brought to you by Rock Cup USA, K1 Race Gear, and Briggs and & Stratton. We are turning our attention back to the Rock Shifter and Rock Shifter Masters category. My name is Rob Howden, again joined by David Cole, producing our EKN Trackside Live broadcast with the help of K1 Race Gear. Briggs and Stratton and Rock Cup USA. Alex Key still on top. Number of drivers have already pulled off. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine remain on the track. Count that 10 as one additional driver coming out here to get back on track. That's Cole Bailey in the 586, the leading edge motorsports Praga entry. Bailey up into the third spot now. Goes quicker on lap 13, then brings it to pit lane. 48.737 fast lap for Bailey, just four tenths back. Alex Keys laying it down here. 48.304 his fast lap. 
sure if Keys remains on the racetrack now. I think he might have already parked it. Keep a lookout for him. Nikki Hayes in the 5'11", Ricardo on track. Lap 13 was his best. 48.557 does a 48.6 this last time by. Yeah, I'm not seeing Alex Keys in that Burrell Art entry. I think he may have already went through scales and brought the thing back to the trailer. Keys, though, strong. 48.304. Calvin Chen remains your top driver in the Masters class. His best lap time, a 49.179. Travis Irving, 49.606. Irving just under a half a second back of Calvin Chen, Irving in the Masters category. He's P2 in Masters. Zoli Sewell, P3. Nick Firestone, P4. And Rob Kozakowski, P5. Under two minutes remaining in the session. Drivers at least turned their fast laps on the last one they did. Lorenzo Lapina in the VME, good enough for fifth. Clinton Scooby on the Illuminos, P6. And Micah Hendricks on that gold chassis. P8. Another driver taking advantage of this hot pit. Who is it coming around in front of me? It's a 517 to Clinton Scooby. Scooby going to try to go back out. Just a minute remaining in the session. We'll need to get right on it. Only one minute remaining. Final group set to come, Ruthless Carding, Junior Rock. It's about six minutes away from the start of our Junior Rock final practice session. 20-minute hot pit session. Give these juniors one last shot at getting things dialed in. Before we head into tomorrow, of course, morning warm-up getting underway at 8 o'clock. Everyone getting that little eight-minute session to dial things in, clear up the cobwebs. 9.15 tomorrow morning is the driver's meeting. 10 o'clock we get started with qualifying. 11.30 the lunch break, 12 o'clock for the pre-mains, 2.15 for the main events. Clock has run down to zero. Checker flag will end this session. That'll be it. Drivers working their way behind the wall to the scales. Let's have a look. Alex Keys, clean and green. 
48.304 fast lap, over two-tenths of a second quicker than Nikki Hayes. Cole Bailey in the third position, Enzo Prevo in fourth, Lorenzo Lapina on the VME rounding out your fast five, Zach Petanici in sixth, Colton Skim, uh, Scumby in seventh, Micah Hendricks in eighth, and it's Calvin Chen, ninth overall, leading the way in the Rock Masters category, Slava Prigodko in tenth, Josh Weiss 11th, Ryan Martin in 12th, John Nielsen in 13th, Travis Irving 14th, Zoli Sul in 15th, 16th is Nick Firestone, 17th, Rob Kozakowski, 18th, Justin Gortz. Good field in our rock shifter categories. One more to go. Junior rock drivers, you should be on the grid and ready to roll. You are going to be put on track in four minutes. Final session here from pre-qualifying time practice, uh, round number three and four of the Challenge of the Americas. We'll be back after this message. You're listening to EKN Live coverage of the Challenge of the Americas, live from the Cal Speed Karting Circuit in Fontana, California, here on the EKN Radio Network. For over a century, Briggs & Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you kart race, Baja, race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge. The dedicated spirit of every Briggs and Stratton employee stands at the fence waiting for the green flag to drop. Briggs and Stratton Racing, what powers you? Since 2003, K1 Race Gear has been a one-stop shop for all your indoor and outdoor karting needs. From racing shoes, suits, and driving gloves, to chest protectors, rib vests, accessories, and bags, K1 Race Gear provides quality karting products for the enthusiast and the professional alike. We have an incredible lineup of K1 karting suits designed to fit everyone's budget. Check out our entry-level GK2, the new Apex 2, and our top-of-the-line Speed 1 suit. Then, choose from our Apex and RS1 karting gloves and add in our K1 shoes, rib protectors, and neck collars. If you need a custom suit to support your sponsors, we can create a custom look as unique as you are. As you would expect, our custom suits are made to order. With pricing as low as $495, you're sure to find a suit that not only satisfies your racing needs, but is easy on the wallet as well. We take care of all of our customers at K1 Race Gear, not just the ones with deep pockets. Visit k1racegear.com today and get everything you need for your next racing season. Are you ready to rock? We turned the page and started a new chapter for the Challenge of the Americas in January, but the same program that people know and love remains the foundation. The Challenge has embarked on a new season with a brand new formula, welcoming the Rock Cup program to the West Coast. We'll also be offering the popular Briggs 206 classes again this year after resounding success and support when we debuted the categories in 2017. The final round of the Challenge of the Americas is scheduled for April 13th, 14th, and 15th in Sonoma. And we welcome you to join us for what will be our biggest race of the year. If you're ready for the off-season to be over, come have some fun. If you're up north in the frozen tundra, do you really need a better reason to come to the Challenge? Get out of the cold into the sun and warmth. Let's rock! And for more information, visit challengecarding.com. 
The Rock Cup USA Kart Racing Series is a division of the internationally recognized Rock Cup Racing Program powered by the Vortex Engine Package. The program promotes parity within the classes and the parent series Rock Cup is an FIA authorized international series with a 15 year history in over 32 different countries. Powered by the Vortex Engine Platform, Rock Cup USA offers a competitive racing package throughout its promoted series including the Florida Winter Tour, Rock Festivals, Rock the Rio, Challenge of the Americas, and a flourishing regional club program throughout the United States and multiple Canadian series. All the best rockers from around the world have the opportunity to take part in the prestigious Rock Cup International Final, an international event that crowns global rock champions. In 2017, the Rock Cup International Final had a record number of countries represented, 49 from five continents, and saw 415 rockers take to the grid. Rock Cup International Final tickets will be awarded at the Florida Winter Tour, Challenge of the Americas, and the Rock Festival. For more information on Rock Cup USA, please visit www.rockcupusa.com. Now back to play-by-play -play coverage of the second round of the Challenge of the Americas, live from the Cal Speed Karting Circuit in Fontana, Brought to you by Rock Cup USA, K1 Race Gear, and Briggs and & Stratton. Sudden starting to work its way down to the horizon here in Fontana. As we have one more category who has rolled on track. Drivers in our Ruthless Karting Junior Rock class now ready to go at it. 15 drivers in the field coming out of that. Phoenix opening weekend, Ugu Uguchukwu with the point lead. Significant lead of 62 markers over Edward Ports. Absolutely perfect weekend. 240 points, the most you can get on any weekend for Uguchukwu. Qualify on pole, win the pre-final, win the main event. 120 points a day, and he was able to do that. Back-to-back -back jacks for Uguchukwu to sweep it. Ports tried to stay close. Second on Saturday, and I believe fourth on Sunday. Ashton Torgerson scoring the win, or rather scoring the second place finish on Sunday. So we'll see who lines up well, and if anybody can challenge Ukachukwu here this weekend. Going to have to do it if you want to try to score this championship, stretch it away from him. About three minutes into this 20-minute session. Again, as I said, the final session of our day. Again, the, the happy hour broadcast here on the EKN Radio Network, our fourth EKN trackside live event of the 2018 season. We keep saying it's going to be either 25 or 26. We do that because we're adding a couple races here and there. Looking to try to get back to Bermuda if possible. Had a great uh, opportunity or a great time and an opportunity to go join the Bermuda Kart Club at the Dockyard Grand Prix last year during all the preparations for the America's Cup. Well, I'm talking to Scott Barnes, the president of the Bermuda Karting Club, but the great thing about it is they, as they came in there, the America's Cup teams, they actually built essentially a man-made island just outside the dockyard area that was used to serve all the, uh, the teams on the America's Cup. They, of course, housed all their people there, their offices, their, their workshops for the boats. 
And they've actually, now that they're gone, they have this island that uh, they're going to start to repurpose, and they're going to actually run the Dockyard Grand Prix uh, on that man-made island. So they're working on testing the, the, the area, the layout, what they can do. Unsure of exactly when that race is going to be, but when they do get it locked in, I'll let everybody know on ecardinews.com because if you're looking to get away, get to an island, and, and sh- maybe see something a little different, do a little karting, they got a great program out there. they got some 206 racing, of course. They've got, uh, I believe, a tag program. They've got a shifter program as well in Bermuda, and just a lot of great stuff going on. William Ferguson on top here now. Almost five minutes into this session, Ferguson on top with a 50.664. Bijoy Garg in the number 222 in second. Ugu now up into the third spot. He'll go to second this time by. Ugu in the Tony Kart number 201. Max Opalski now goes to the top. Driver out of Colorado on the FA. Opalski now P1. 50.612. He goes purple on lap six. Ferguson, Uguchukwu, Garg, and Ports, top five. Austin Torgerson now finding some speed on lap number six as well. 50.860, less than two tenths, or less than three tenths back, rather. So top five sees Opalski, Ferguson, Uguchukwu, Torgerson, and Garg. And it's Ports, Ho, Becklin, Rubarski, and Carson Mallet. Max Opolsky backs up the 50.6 for the 50.9. Not quite able to get down to the same spot. Bajoy Garg now. Top of the chart, the 222. Lap 7, 50.595. Four different drivers have taken turns up top. Again, a 20-minute hot pit session still a little over 13 minutes still remaining. Lots of time for drivers to come in, make some adjustments, talk to their mechanics, talk to their parents, make a little change, get back out there. Joy Garg still on top, 50.574. Ugachukwu moves to second, 50.592. Still about 13 minutes remaining in the session. And again, drivers just starting to find some more speed here. Garg, Ugachukwu, Opolsky, Ferguson, and Ho. Drivers making some moves in and out here of pit lane as well. Everyone trying to find more speed and trying to use this uh, to their best advantage. Going to fully use what you have available. All right, let's grab the driver who's coming to talk to us here right now. I always like talking to drivers when they come off the track after doing well. Let's let's bring in Alex Keys. Alex, uh, nice session. You've got a lot of guys you're going after here. You, I got it up here in front of us to have a look at. Nikki Hayes quick. Cole Bailey came in there as well. 
Enzo Prevost fast. Lorenzo Lapina coming over from Italy on the VME. Your name's on top, though, here. Pretty solid uh, in that in that Burrell. Pretty quick lap, 48.304. How about a little summary of your day? How'd it go? Yeah, so uh been about five years since I've uh, <laughs> done some racing here in go-karts. Been doing some global rally cross the last few years. Um, one of the last races I actually did was here at Cal Speed. Nice. Just like I remembered, track changes a lot. Um, so we've been working on the chassis a little bit. A little bit on my driving. I was a little rusty in uh, Phoenix, um, but we're working on that. Um, Franz from PSL Karting. Um, they sent him over to help out all the Burrell guys, um, and we made some awesome changes for our cart in the last session, and we picked up um, another two tenths from where we were the practice before, so really laid it down in that last session. Let, let's start by talking about, uh, to kind of set the stage, you, you went and did some global rally cross with much success as well, which is exciting. You know, you're able to get some bunch of race wins and, and really become one of the top guys in the GRC Lights category. Well, let's start with the transition from karting to GRC Lights. How, how was it? I know you did some car racing as well, but... But that, the, the GRC stuff, give me, give me your thoughts on, on, on that program. Do you like it? Is, it? is it something you want to continue? Yeah, so the GRC stuff was awesome. I mean, when I came out of cars, I got picked up um, by the Lynx Racing Academy, yep. which is Steve Cameron. He's got a karting team that's here as well. Um, and after I did that, kind of wanted to make a move to Global Rallycross. It looked like it had a good future. Um, and I've spent the last three years there. We've had some wins. Um, it's been really a great time. I've been able to build my uh, personal brand. Um, pretty well as well mm. and you know I think in the future I think that's where I want to stick but I always love coming back to the go-kart stuff because most pure former racing by far no doubt well, we'll circle back around to talk about 2018-2019 coming back you said it was about uh, your driving what what are the parts that you forget you know maybe not forget it what are the parts that you have to hone again it's obviously a different driving style I don't care if you go into the road to Indy or you go into global rallycross you just it's a different driving style what is it about you that you have to hone and get back when you get back behind the wheel of a cart honestly it's just keeping up with it you hop in that cart and it happens so fast you're like man you get off the track and i'm just i'm winded and i'm like i forgot how hard this was to do <laughs> it's it's pretty tough overall this weekend's gone well that you talked about the fact that you've got help behind you have you been chasing the chassis here this, this track does change i think everybody does know that once the rubber starts going down with some of the dust they get here it does get dirty here between between races have you been chasing the track have you been chasing the chassis did your P1, so you, you haven't been chasing that far. You've got a good baseline at least. Yeah, so, I mean, with the, with the Burrell Art chassis, um, you know, we, we decided to – we're actually a dealer for Burrell. Yep. We run a go-kart track at Prairie City, which is in Northern California. Um, so I've been able to spend a lot of time with the chassis and learn a little bit about what it needs and what tuning changes do. Um, but really, you know, it's, it's been pretty good right out of the box. Um, we just make a few small changes here and there because this track changes a lot when the sun comes out or when it gets cold. It's really like you're chasing the track here more than, than other tracks that we go to. Let's talk a little bit about uh, strategy for tomorrow. Uh, are you going to make any changes overnight? Did you, did you, learn, like, you didn't run the only, I think you ran 13 laps. Are, are you going to make any major changes, or do you feel pretty good with the, with the baseline you have? Well, I'd hate to go the wrong direction, so I don't want to do too much. But, you know, we're going to look at it, see, you know, see if there's something that we want to try for the morning. Um, because every time we go out on track, you know, it's a test session um, until we get to the final because that's the race we really want to win. Um, but, you know, chassis feels really good right now. So I don't want to go too far away from it, but, you know, we might make a few small changes here and there. Ugochukwu on top, 50.511. He's finally got to the top of the charts, but not by much. Seven thousandths of a second over Bajoy Gar. William Ferguson still right there in third uh, third spot, lap 13 his best. So he's still going quicker. The, in fact, the last lap was his best, a 50.606. He's less than a tenth off. Max Opolsky and Ethan Ho now rounding up the top five. 
uh, standing here and having a good chat here with uh, Alex Keys. Alex, let's talk Global Rallycraft. Let's talk 2018. Are you going back for this year? You, you've developed, as you said, I think it's key. You've developed not only the experience and the skill and the talent to run in that category, but you've been working hard on developing your brand and your name within in the program. You, a couple years in, in lights, is it tight? Do you move to the big class now? Do you move to GRC? So, yeah, we're, st we're still kind of figuring out the details yep. for this season, but really ultimately where I'd like to stay is in GRC. I like the format. Reminds me a lot of go-kart racing with heat racing and short racing. Um, I kind of like the short burst format, and I think it's really exciting. Um, you know, but there's a lot of cool um, stuff coming out of the woodworks as well. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. But, you know, I'd like to kind of stay in the same area of racing for sure. I like that. That was kind of this is what I want to do, but I'm not closing the door to anything else. Yep. Yeah, I got to keep those doors open. Alex, thank you very much for joining us, buddy. Thank you. Alex Keys, folks, you'll be listening live on eCardio News throughout the weekend. Make sure you, you tune in for those uh, those sessions because I'll tell you, uh, very, very competitive. Alex Keys, Nikki Hayes, Cole Bailey, Enzo Prevo, Lorenzo Lapina, all very strong. It's going to be some good racing tomorrow in the Cameron Karting Rock Shifter category. Again, Alex, one of those drivers we watched come up through the ranks. He, as he said, moved to the Lynx Racing category, running a Formula Ford, uh, an F1600. And then moving into the Red Bull Global Rallycross in that GRC Lights category. We've seen a number of Carters move through the ranks. Christian Brooks being one of them, uh, running in that category as well. Christian, a race winner last year. In fact, finishing second overall in the championship. But great to keep an eye on a driver like Alex. And so exciting that he still stays connected at Prairie City. He's here this weekend running, uh, of course, uh, with the Rock Cup program here in the shifter. So excellent to have Alex back. And I'll tell you, this is going to be a good race tomorrow in that rock shifter class update once again as we have about six minutes remaining here in ruthless karting junior rock uga chukwu on top bajoy garg in second william ferguson max opolsky and ethan ho stick with us folks a short little break here we'll be back to cap off the day's action here from cow speed karting you're listening to ekn live coverage of the challenge of the americas live from the cow speed karting circuit in fontana california here on the EKN Radio Network. The Rock Cup USA Kart Racing Series is a division of the internationally recognized Rock Cup Racing Program powered by the Vortex Engine Package. The program promotes parity within the classes and the parent series Rock Cup is an FIA authorized international series with a 15 year history in over 32 different countries. Powered by the Vortex Engine Platform, Rock Cup USA offers a competitive racing package throughout its promoted series, including the Florida Winter Tour, Rock Festivals, Rock the Rio, Challenge of the Americas, and a flourishing regional club program throughout the United States and multiple Canadian series. All the best rockers from around the world have the opportunity to take part in the prestigious Rock Cup International Final, an international event that crowns global rock champions. In 2017, the Rock Cup International Final had a record number of countries represented, 49 from five continents, and saw 415 rockers take to the grid. Rock Cup International Final tickets will be awarded at the Florida Winter Tour, Challenge of the Americas, and the Rock Festival. For more information on Rock Cup USA, please visit www.rockcupusa.com. For over a century, Briggs & Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you kart race, Baja, 
race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge. The dedicated spirit of every Briggs & Stratton employee stands at the fence waiting for the green flag to drop. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? Now back to play-by-play -play coverage of the second round of the Challenge of the Americas, live from the Cal Speed Karting Circuit in Fontana, brought to you by Rock Cup USA, K1 Race Gear, and Briggs and & Stratton. Welcome back, EKN Radio listeners, as we get set to go. The final three and a half minutes. Drivers in Ruthless Karting, Junior Rock, onto the racetrack. Rob Howden and David Cole here in the EKN studio at CalSpeed Karting. Good to be back here at CalSpeed with the crew of the Challenge of the Americas, expecting some really good racing here this weekend. Right midway through the season. Three and four. Kind of the turning point. If you've won a couple of races, maybe swept at Phoenix, you knock one out tomorrow, take a deep breath and realize, hey, you know what? Just a couple easy races, I'm going to be good. You sweep again here, you go to Sonoma. No one, you don't have to do a lot. You've got to be smart. You're probably going to find yourself heading to the Rock Cup International Final. Awesome to have a good field of the drivers in the Briggs and Stratton 206 category here as well. Of course, $500 up for grabs for the race winner. Pejoy Garg's gone back to the top of the charts over top of Uguchukwu, so... As it stands, looking at speed here right now, looks like Uguchukwu's got somebody to, to fight him here because Bajoy Garg in the 222 quicker by eight hundredths of a second and just another eight hundredths back is William Ferguson in the number 236. Ethan Ho now up into the third spot. Bajoy Garg and William Ferguson, I believe both running for Speed Sense Motorsports. Austin Elliott's operation. Both drivers looking good here in Junior Rock. Garg, Uguchukwu, Ho, Ferguson, and Opalski, your top five, separated by less than two-tenths of a second. Top ten by less than a half a second. Keep scrolling, keep scrolling. Top 13 by less than a second. In fact, Jack Armstrong in the 14th spot, just essentially a second back, 1.002. Bajoy Garg's fast time coming on lap number 16, four laps ago, 50.427. Last time by a 53.735, like you either maybe get off the gas to try to gap himself a little bit. Keep an eye out for the 222, see what's going on. Less than a minute remaining in the final session of the day. As I said, sun's starting to work its way to the horizon. Sunset will be here soon. Drivers getting a, a full look at it when they come out of turn number seven over to the hairpin, turn eight, and right into the sun as they come back through. Turns number 11 over to turn 12. 30 seconds to go. No motion here in the top five at this point. Top 10 holding station. Garg, Ugachukwu, Ho, Ferguson, and Opalski are top five. Torgerson, Mallet, Ports, Torgerson, and Becklin complete the top 10. 
So we'll cap off the day here from Cal Speed Karting and look forward to a good one tomorrow. Again, of course, long-range forecast coming in here. You normally think you're going to head to Fontana, uh, especially late February, and get some pretty decent weather. We're, it's not it, it's cold, but, man, 61 degrees potentially tomorrow, high of 68 on Sunday. That sun goes down, it's going to get pretty chilly. we got some pretty low temperatures. Actually, a low of 42 degrees, I believe, this evening. A, a low of 36 tonight. Not too bad. New driver up into second. Ethan Ho goes P2 in the number six, 268. Ethan Ho to second. Backed by just five hundredths of a second. 50.427 for, for Garg. 50.484 for Ho. 50.511 for Uguchukwu. Checker flag flying here. That'll cap things off. Everyone will head to pit lane. Let's give you a full field rundown to wrap up the day here. Friday's action. Round number three and four, the Cal Speed Car Track. Bajoy Garg on top. Good session for Bajoy to dial things in. 50.427, as I had said, five hundredths of a second quicker than Ethan Ho. Ugu Ugu Chukwu in the 201 ends up in third. William Ferguson in fourth. Maximilian Opolsky in fifth. Austin Torgerson in sixth spot. Carson Mallett in seventh. Edward Ports in eighth. Torger uh, Austin Torgerson in ninth. And Cooper Becklin rounding out your top ten. Macy Williams will come in the 11th spot, less than 7 tenths back. Nolan Siegel in 12th. Brendan Rubarski in 13th. Again, just, just over 7 tenths of a second back, 0. 0.722 to be exact. Jack Armstrong right there, but a second off. And Kyle Castles continues to find speed in the number 223 VME. 15 drivers in this junior rock category, and we expect a good battle out of them tomorrow. Again, that's what we've got. We've got our practice session, the practice day in the books. We've gone through pre-qualifying time practice, gone through the happy hour, capping things off. Remember, folks, tomorrow, especially those of you in the paddock, as well as those of you listening live on eCardingNews.com, you'll know when to tune in. 8 o'clock in the morning for morning warm-up. 9.15 for the driver's meeting. We'll go live on eCarding News at 10 a.m. with VME Cart Senior Rock. Of course, their qualifying session, 10 minutes, no hot pit. 11.30 to 12 o'clock, our lunch break. We're back again, 12 o'clock Pacific time. That's, again, 3 o'clock Eastern, 12 o'clock Pacific with the pre-mains. little quick little worker break at 2 o'clock. 2.15, scheduled start time for the finals of round number three of this weekend's Challenge of the Americas event here at CalSpeed. So that caps things off. The happy hour is done from Fontana, California. Looking forward, of course, for a great day tomorrow. And again, big thank you to our broadcast partners here this weekend. Briggs and Stratton, K1 Race Gear, and Rock Cup USA. That's going to cap things off, as we said, for this broadcast on eCardingNews.com. We're thrilled that you tuned in and listened to us. We hope you come back tomorrow because we've got some great racing, Rock Cup style, uh, from CalSpeed. Should be some really solid competition because by what we're seeing here in the final practice session of the Denix have not been quite as dominant here at CalSpeed. I think we're going to see much closer racing this weekend. I'm not saying those guys don't step up and still sweep when it's all said and done, but it looks to me like the competition has dialed things up. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. I hope you join us again tomorrow when we get back at it here from CalSpeed. Again, round number three of the Challenge of the Americas. Bye for now. From the EKN studio in Fontana, California, this is the Challenge of the Americas on the EKN Radio Network.